0: day so every day we start fresh because we can't affect the past
1: but we damn sure can make a difference today
0: welcome to episode 31 of shop talk it's jennifer it's carrie and we're back with the recap of 408 titled hit and run Um, so we're back for a few new episodes and then they're gonna and they're gonna be good ones um but then you know we go off for christmas and new year's so um but tonight there is a lot to discuss um and I mean I'll just be honest like I didn't this was an episode that I did not care about the case at all like I didn't I just want a Bradford backstory and everything else so what about you
1: um I I enjoyed how the case was like an overarching topic and then like their personal issues were like interwoven throughout yeah. um so we got to see like one full shift from like start to finish for them mm-hmm. um but I mean yeah they like I don't know because the Tim stuff was so not intense but I mean like heavier mm-hmm. um and then like you had like the Wopez stuff all that was a little more towards oh, the gosh. end but still like there were just lots of like um Heavier moments in this mm-hmm. episode that I like wasn't expecting for how much or like how um uh like time sensitive their case was because they had to find this person before he like you know did something worse. So yeah,
0: yeah. I mean like all of the I know that I had made this connection last night and I'll probably make it again in uh, the episode. But like the tos all had like personal things going on like heavy personal things i mean between nyla and like the custody thing and then angela and all that wesley stuff and then um tim but then like all of the rookies like old and new so john lucy and aaron were like their voice of reasons and like helping them through it like yeah and that to me was like okay let's focus on that but i did like the case how they were all kind of like intertwined into it like they all had a part in it Mm -hmm. so yes then um we don't have that much news um so we'll jump into that and then get right onto the episode because like there's a lot um and yeah so we have the episode description for next week we'll just kind of like run through it again since it's been a while um and it says desperate to break free from his connection to elijah leslie plants a listening device in his office to incriminate him meanwhile officer Bradford and his sister jenny okay well first of all first of all that's sergeant Bradford, but okay um and his sister jenny learn an unsettling truth about their father so we already know that he's dying so like it's got to be something about that gun in the wall right right has
1: to
0: be so um and then uh this uh spoiler tv episode description says that uh henry nolan will be back we'll see smitty because i feel like that's the end of the campaign the union rep thing so (laughs) um donovan is gonna be back we'll see tomorrow which we've seen her in the promo photos um Mm -hmm. elijah stone obviously is gonna be back jenny bradford will be back and then we'll meet tom bradford
1: so it'll be interesting. I want to know why Henry Nolan is coming back. I don't know, but the fact that I like kind of manifested that, I'm like kind of happy about it though. Like for whatever the reason yeah. is, I'm glad. Uh, the things that we like put on our wish list are kind of coming true. Yes. Oh, okay. So we've
0: seen that Tamara is at the district. Mm-hmm. Did I've gotten the promo photos mixed up with the whole like, t- uh, Tim and Jenny stuff, but like. Is Jenny at the district too? Um
1: we just saw her at the uh house, the house. Yeah. in 409. She was at the district for 408 in those okay. promo photos. Um, like
0: I said, I was getting that mixed up. So I'm wondering, wow. I'm thinking, oh my god, what if there's a scene of Tamara and Jenny meeting? Yeah. Like like how does Tim introduce <laughs> Tamara? Please. I like I need to see it. Like here's here's my pseudo child yeah (laughs) who is like an 18 year old and does not need to be taken care of but you know I'm like her pseudo father so
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Yeah. um but I mean like all these guest stars make sense because like what we know about Donovan like from you know last night's episode the only one that's kind of odd is Henry but then like going off the promo I'm like it kind of makes sense that he's coming back
1: I mean I guess but at the same time I just realized that like Jenna Dewan is not listed on here and she should be
0: well you know what spoiler tv didn't have James Remar listed
1: and I mm-hmm. added him because I was like
0: we know that he's coming back so I'm wondering if they just like missed out but also Jenna Dewan is a like recurring character oh, that's now. true so
1: she's been up so I guess that makes sense yeah
0: I don't know but like it'll be one interesting episode especially because next week is supposed to be the holiday episode too right or the holiday-ish episode
1: yeah it's Christmas or holiday-ish yeah and it was wait okay again
0: I'm getting my promo photos mixed up for other shows is Smitty the one that's dressed up as Santa or am I thinking of a different show i feel I'm like thinking i'm thinking of a different, of a different show, show. <laughs> yeah i'm thinking of chicago men. and i'm like wait that that's a good santa but like what i would give to see smithy dressed up as santa
1: oh my god yeah like, if anyone would be it would be him please. can be someone hilarious. write that fanfic
0: like i just need a one-shot fluffy fic of smithy as santa and like him just like making like off-handed comments <laughs> that like santa would not make <laughs> Oh, oh my god! Goodness. I need that. Someone please write that fanfic be because so funny. I it would just be chaotic. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. So speaking about the promo for next week, it was loaded. First of all, the Wesley and Elijah flashbacks about Wesley like getting hit by with a bat and like falling down on the ground was unnecessary. That hurt me.
1: Unnecessary. Like, Ow. Because like I had to go back and rewatch it. Cause I was like, wait a minute when did that happen and I was like oh gosh that was like the week before I was like oh no Well, for a minute I
0: thought that there was like new content I was like wait wait we're doing this what and then I was like oh wait Uh that's old Mm
1: -hmm. although I don't know why I kind of thought there was going to be a like Wesley in peril like shot that was like new there very well could be
0: there there could be
1: yeah, that's true. I don't know. It felt like slightly unfinished to me. I don't know. Although I did appreciate the music. The yeah.
0: Music um. And Nolan is thinking about proposing. Like, I'm sorry. How long have Bailey and Nolan been dating? Hasn't it been like three months
1: since I mean, they've like it, actually like, been dating? It was a month in like the um,
0: in the fire episode, right? Where like yeah, she was, was where he was talking to Fred and
1: was like. What i was boros? thinking about proposing so that's after halloween so then that puts them yeah about about three-ish months yeah
0: at least soon. more than
1: two but still i just like how lucy was like well let's workshop it and like yeah my head, i'm like lucy please don't pretend to be bailey don't do that oh my god no like that's I, where I was going with it. I, I'm canceling like, you right no. now for saying that I know I'm sorry you're done you are finished that. no because, like workshopping implies that you like you know like brainstorm and like figure out like what you're gonna say so and it's like no one saying all these like lovey-dovey things and I'm I just, did not like, need why? that image
0: in my head no. sorry the only one that Lucy can workshop any kind of engagement to (laughs) is Tim Bradford and then even then like she thinks that it's workshopping and he's like no this is a legit thing and then she's like no it's not no I'm not I'm not even entertaining the idea that Nolan and Lucy workshop it and she like tends to be Bailey
1: they've like gotten like to be such good friends and like every single time I see them on screen now and they're just like nice and cordial and normal i'm like wow that is how it should have been like all along yeah Yeah, like no no dating no hooking up no none of that she can help him pick out
0: a ring like i'm totally cool with that but she cannot pretend to be bailey i don't
1: know that's probably not what it is i mean she probably is just helping him pick out a ring but but watch you like manifest that if I did and everyone yelled at me I am apologizing (laughs) now but apparently I I think it would just be funny because like Lizzie would be so awkward about it it definitely would be and
0: it would be hilarious for you know like everyone to just be like wow this new sea content like (laughs) circled back and not in a good way um I don't know I mean we've manifested some things on this podcast like I'm a little worried we've manifested them and then they've came true like in the next few episodes so i'm a little worried like let's hope that that doesn't manifest because well i mean they've already filmed it but yeah let's hope not anyway (laughs) anyway let's move on from the newsy stuff yeah so um i kind of like thrown out the question of like wonder why henry's coming back but I don't know. I feel like it's got to be something to do with the Bailey. That are it is like Christmas so he's coming he's spending Christmas with his dad. Yeah. Oh my god. What if like Sarah Nolan was to come back and she's just not listed? Oh that would be fun. That was like nice as Nolan's already proposed to Bailey.
1: <laughs> I mean they're already <laughs> divorced but it's fine. That would definitely be like extra awkward. And we're going to see
0: Tom Bradford, which, I mean, we already know what that man has done. And he's canceled, too. Mm-hmm. Do not hurt a hair on, like, precious Tim Bradford's head. Yeah. Our friend Lauren from the locker room was like, I'm, he's done. I'm done. I'm fighting him. And I was like, oh, my God, yes.
1: I could just uh, hear I mean, it, like, in her voice. Yeah. it. I mean, like, all get into it later but like just that like just hearing like even a few of the things that like they're that uh jenny and tim's dad like did i was just like oh my goodness like that oh like it just worst, hurt. worst parent mm-hmm. so yeah yeah um and then
0: do you want to go through to the last piece of news it's not really
1: news but oh well yeah um eric and Rosalind, their podcast is still you know going on season two has been like so fun they've been telling so many stories and just like having uh a blast with their podcast i literally
0: love watching their video like previews
1: like so fun i hope they film like a whole episode and like release it one of these days Please manifest that. You can manifest that. Yeah, no, I will for sure. Because like I just remember their like Instagram lives that they did like with Melissa like last year, like during quarantine and Mm -hmm. stuff. And like those were so much fun. And they just like it's just so funny to like actually see their banter like happen. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, and so, um, if you're not listening to that, you should. It's a he said a adiho, uh, it's on iHeartRadio and all that, and it's available pretty much yeah. everywhere you listen to podcasts as well. Yeah, so.
0: well, and like, okay, so I see their banter, and I'm like, okay, that could totally be Lucy and Tim, too. <laughs> like, just the way that like Erica's, like, he's just like, you know. I love her and I'm gonna put up with whatever she says, but like you know, (laughs) yeah and and it just I I don't know. I can see it as like Lucy and Tim too, but maybe that's because it's Eric in it. And if it was someone else, I wouldn't be able to. I don't know, but yeah. Their video previews are the best. Yeah, they are, definitely. Yeah, so that's about it for the news. Um, so I'm just going to jump right into the episode like, and tackle this Manhunt citywide event storyline first. Um, it was good. It was just like there was so much other that we wanted that like we wanted more attention to. Um, but this storyline was really good because they used their body cam footage more than like, actual cameras mm-hmm. and even like the security footage from the battleship and stuff like they used those cameras more so than anything else so mm-hmm. it was cool to see um until they were like running a lot and then it was like okay it's a little dizzy but it still yeah was it so got cool. me a little dizzy it was cool to like see it from their point of views and so on like a watch that i or on a little clip that i watched on twitter It was when Tim, Jenny, and Lucy were, like, out in the parking lot. Mm -hmm. Lucy totally watched him, like, walk away to throw away that water bottle. (laughs) Like, and it was obvious because it was her body cam footage. She, like, turned her body.
1: And it was just, like, perfection. Well, just, like, when Tim looked at Lucy. Mm -hmm. um, When they were. uh, the war bag. Yeah. Or kit area.
0: Yeah, and the little sneak peek that we got. Like, everyone caught on to that right away but Mm
1: -hmm.
0: yeah it was really cool and I mean it was cool to just see it like I said from their perspective so Mm -hmm. um but yeah so Angela and Nolan have to like interview this sovereign like one of the sovereign city citizen idiots as Angela calls him and like because he allegedly assaulted an IRS agent who had a few questions about like why he wasn't paying his taxes Mm -hmm. and so they get to Marvin's house. John shares that he like always mixes up the sovereign citizen guys with the passe Comitatus group. I totally butchered that. Um, and Angela just thinks that these whack jobs, again, her words, or um, as I call them, the anti-government crusaders, think that they're above the law um, until they meet it. I'll be honest, I didn't totally get the sovereign citizen thing, but I was like, okay run with
1: it like all right I mean, at least how i understood it it was kind of it's like this almost cultish like mm-hmm. community like we're not people. following the law yeah yeah that are essentially like renegade like rationalized yeah or, sorry radicalized is what i meant they're not rational they're irrational people yeah. goodness um that yeah like you said like don't acknowledge that the government like is the law and like that yeah essentially like you know would overthrow the rest of it if they could yeah it was interesting to say the
0: least um and obviously angela thinks that they're all nuts so mm-hmm. um but once they make it to marvin's house like angela gets out and she's like i'm putting on my best um and no one's like why like and so we find out marvin has a history of violence domestic abuse among other things um but coincidentally he didn't do any time um and so they go up to the front door or as close as they can get and see a ham like i read this in the outline and said that there was a handmade sign that said private residence no trespassing so like right away this guy's on guard i mean I remember like when my old neighborhood like handed out the no soliciting signs but they weren't like they weren't like written in a sharpie marker like they were like printed out on a computer and stuff so this guy is like like hardcore um and he's even like recording them like standing outside like not even in front of his door they're like on like this uh pathway or like the walkway up to his house so um Angela must
1: have had cameras of some kind yeah
0: yeah because did he come like right when they knocked or he showed up before they even knocked right
1: yeah he was kind
0: of like there like lingering yeah um so then Angela explains that a complaint has been filed against him um and he and it's claiming that he is sold to the IRS agent which we already knew Um, but he's like I'm not a part of your corporation slash government and you know like they have no authority over him basically so he says that he has no obligation to submit to their unlawful inquiry and Angela's like we need you to talk out we need to talk to you outside Um, and so he just like yells that he's a constitutional activist though and like he knows his rights and what they're practicing is tyranny Um, and so you know they just they they keep reiterating that they want his side of the story and they'll be more productive if he steps outside so marvin's like get off my property one more time like um and then as after he says that he runs back into his house and brings out a sub sub machine gun um so after he fires at some like he starts to run out of the back side of his house. Angela and John like climb over a brick wall and run after him. But turns out he fled in an SUV. So he's on the large. Um, and so the, the team has an airship and Chenford with Jenny in the back are helping them. Um, and so then Chenford and then Nyla and Aaron roll up to meet Angela and John at their current location. And Tim's just, like, an in instant sergeant mode. I mean, as he should. And he's leading any, everyone, um, you know, and just, like, commanding the scene. It's just hot when it comes from him. <laughs> like, that's it. That's all that I have to say. Um, and I spared everyone by not tweeting that last night, except I feel like I should have. So, you know, it's fine. <laughs> um, and then John's like, yeah, I didn't get a good ID of the license plate for Marvin's getaway vehicle okay well thanks um but they know that it's a silver sedan because that's helpful when there is a ton of other silver sedans and not just like california like not just la but california that's totally helpful killing me totally helpful thanks john like great (laughs) great detective work here um (laughs) guys i like john olin but sometimes what he says like just makes me facepalm really hard because <laughs> i'm like seriously god um and angela's like yeah i'm gonna get a warrant to search the gps of his vehicle on his phone i mean something is getting productive here like we're doing something productive so hopefully you know it'll help them find out like where he's going and tim's just like I need all available units for a citywide manhunt. So I picked up on it. And I didn't get a chance to double check this. But in one of the old episodes, it was like one of the recent ones, they were looking at a Silver Civic on the list, right? And this episode is titled Hit and Run. It was when uh, all the fires started, I believe i don't know i was just like yeah. is this connected to that kind of but i don't think so
1: um no i just i mean silver is probably one of the more common
0: yeah like, Oh, it definitely is. Colors.
1: i was just trying to figure out like where the episode
0: title hit and run came in because i know some shows will like take it from a piece of dialogue yeah, and the rookies done that before yeah i don't know so i was like why is this titled hit and run versus i mean they've already done like a manhunt titled so but like
1: yeah, city wide or, like, or something yeah or like um I yeah I don't know or like yeah I'm not good at coming up with like titles though like I don't know I was just thinking about
0: it and I was like
1: like okay. on the fence or on the lookout yeah
0: like know. where does hit and run come in at and then I was thinking yeah. well maybe we'll like get a piece of it like when you know Tim shares his backstory or whatever and then we never did so it was yeah. just odd and I just like picked up on it um but anyway a silver Civic is on the list of what Marvin's owned since 2005 so we know that's what we got to look out for um I mean at least it's more than a silver car you know at least they know a Honda and a Civic so
1: yeah and that was Lucy's doing so yeah. like, um so no one thinks
0: uh, once again um, yeah, so then Nyla and Aaron are going to check out an RV that Marvin has, um, and it's just like been collecting parking tickets. Uh, so they clear the outside and the perimeter of it, um, and Aaron's like, "Yeah, the VIN number matches what we were given, um, and it looks abandoned, but that doesn't mean that he doesn't use it and isn't inside." So Nyla like defers to Aaron, and she's like, "What's the plan?" So I love how she lets Aaron kind of not take the reins but kind of like talk it out and work through it before she is ultimately like good plan or you know like no we can't do that like she lets him kind of figure it out and then she'll sometimes go with it but then she'll also kind of like teach him like no we can't do it that way so um Hmm. but you know Aaron's like well we can try and get him to come out with verbal commands and if there's no response maybe breach but Nyla's like or we can use a ball cam that has 360-degree view, and it can even swim. She's like, I'm not playing games with this guy today. I mean, another iconic Nyla Harbor line, please. Love that woman. Um, and, you know, she's just like, we just have to get it inside. So Aaron breaks the window. They end up seeing a bunch of guns and things that you would ultimately use for war. So Nyla checks the door. She's like, it's not rigged with explosives or tripwires um and you know like so they breach the rv so as they look through it aaron sees this document sitting right on the table um and it's called rebirth through the blood of innocence ultimately it's a manifesto um so then they like well and aaron get back into the shop and they're all like driving around um not around they're on the hunt for this marvin character but you know they're looking through the manifesto and they find uh this like um this little paragraph and it's a satanic hebrew anglo commerce devoured america the kabul slaves have van- vanquished us your blood flow flows gutter rivers today the time is at hand for renewal and we will use the blood of the masters to wash away the incestuous sins of the corrupt adjudicators so even like jenny bradford is like that doesn't make sense but yet it's terrifying yeah i mean like reading it versus just hearing it i'm like wait this just seems odd so um lucy points out that at least they found the rv with his stash of guns before he could get to them always the glass half full gal i love her plain devil's advocate um but then tim's like yeah but if he even if all he had is a submachine gun like they're still looking at a potential mass casualty event tim is always the one to just like bring her back to reality and be like you can't just you know think everything's like happy sunshine um so then they start looking at his social media pages again and he hasn't posted anything new but there's older posts tilting to windmill so Angela's like he's got 10 followers um so I'm not sure how widespread his messages and John is just like well maybe he's using a secret platform like 9chan and forensics is on the case to find that so forensics is even helping out with this case um But Angela and Nolan have a name and work address for a former girlfriend. And there was multiple domestic calls to their home when they were together. Great. So this guy is not only like irrational with his hatred for the government, but he's also a domestic abuser. So cool. I mean, not cool, but like, okay, this guy is like really dangerous. So Gray's like, yeah, I want you to interview her so his ex-girlfriend Erica hasn't seen him in the last month um and she started dating someone new and when he found out like she was careful about posting anything but somehow he knew they always know um and he showed up showed up at her place drunk and insisted on playing Russian roulette and he told her this is like the sick thing he told her that if he deserved if she deserved to live that fate would save her he pulled the trigger then three times before her brother came and scared him off. Like, I just can't even imagine being in that situation. Like, I just that can't. can't. Um, so then, she, you know, like, they ask, like, did you file a reassuring order? And she said that she was too scared to file one. She just wants him to forget that she exists. Um, but now she's like, I wonder if he'll come after me. And Angela's just like we won't let that happen and a unit will come to take you to the station so when I was watching this on the second rewatch I noticed Angela's expressions and I was like I wonder if she's kind of thinking back to the Lafayette stuff like how she was like fearful for her life but then also like knew that the team would find her
1: I don't Um, know um I wasn't I didn't catch any of Angela's expressions during that oh, okay. exchange um but I mean possibly considering like La Fiera comes up in this episode like is mentioned so possibly he's thinking back to that time yeah I'm not 100% sure though yeah I don't know I just
0: like her rea- her reactions, and then, like, with all the Wesley stuff, I was like, she's feeling this kind of deep down, right? I mean, that or it could be like her personal life, like back to her family, like who knows? um but yes, yeah, so then Erica says that he' supposed that he had weapons stashed all over the city, um, but never said where, so he was gonna use them to kill people, and she's like, but I don't know exactly who, so so then she says that he hasn't always been like this when they were when they first met he was intense and a bit quiet but he wasn't radicalized so then John's like what changed and apparently Marvin met this guy named Cooper who pulled him into the sovereign citizens um he met Cooper online so yeah so then we find out that you know Cooper is also involved so Angela and Nolan roll up on Cooper's location and they cut right to the chase. Angela is not putting up with this guy's BS. Like, you know, Cooper says he doesn't know who Marvin is. And Angel- Angela is like, yeah, likely story. So, um, you know, she shares that they heard he sold Marvin thousands of dollars worth of sovereign citizen kids. Um, and he's like, I wonder who told you that? Probably his ex-girlfriend. And John's like, yeah, we're not sharing that. So, um Then Marvin or no, uh Cooper wants to see their delegation of authority. Um and John just points to his badge and it's like right here. So it reminded me of like other sassy moments and like other police shows where they're just like this badge says that we're police. And you know, like we have that badge of that delegation right here, like believe us when we say that. Um, but there are people that will Think being that, so I can see why the distrust would come in, um, and Cooper's just not going to answer their questions. So, you know, like he states that in 1871, the U.S. stopped to be in a country and started being a corporation. He tells them that the government uh, that they serve sells everyone into, into slavery, and at this point, I'm like, okay, like I don't know what to do with all this. So, like, can we just kind of? move on um but then Angela just cuts the crap and she's like Marvin is planning a terrorist act and if you have any knowledge of it you'll be an accessory of the crime after the fact so whether you believe in the law or not um and Cooper is just like yeah I'm I'm not gonna do it like and he's like I'm not scared of you and then he runs so okay great I remember tweeting that last and it was like yeah you're not scared really okay um and so then like watching the body cam footage as they ran was a little like much for me because I was like okay I'm okay with it so far and then it just like kept going on it and I was like oh all right it's a little dizzy for me like I'm getting a little dizzy so um but it was like I said still interesting to see it from their point of view so then Angela comes in with the takedown and they cuff him and Angela tries to question him again, but he's just not having that. So she starts to get aggressive with him and no one gets involved. She ends up pulling her rank card. Um, and, you know, he just keeps talking in a calm voice. And finally she sets back. So I had mentioned this last night tweeting, and I know that I've mentioned it in like texts and stuff with you, but like the rookies slash Tios last night, like the, we saw it with all of them right and the higher-ups were like going through rough stuff and then you know like Aaron Lucy and John were all just kind of the voice of reasons like they helped in any way that they could um even if it was just being that like a listening ear and I just like really loved that I thought it was special to see Mm -hmm. and I mean it wasn't just like one moment it was throughout the entire episode um So then Cooper, like, cooperates and says that Marvin called him about an hour ago, but he doesn't know where he is. So, like, Marvin just asked to meet Cooper and, you know, have Cooper bring his guns. But Cooper was like, yeah, I'm all talk and you're on your own. So Marvin obviously wasn't happy with that, but he was like, you know, it's go time and you'll probably never see me again, Cooper. So that was kind of the end of the whole like cooper stuff like we didn't see him again um so then you know angela and john are driving again and they see a silver honda civic it was a 1999 to be exact because i had one in blue um and the plates match so they're like well that's him um he's not in it though coincidentally because why would he be he's on the run remember um and no one finds an oil leak from a big vehicle that was parked there for some time. Once again, great detective work, no one, like, A plus there. Um, so then, you know, the street cleaners, like, would have had to maneuver around it. So they think that he ditched the Civic and drove it off in, like, an arsenal. But a lady then comes out and she's like, that van that was parked there is finally gone. Thank God they were, you know, taking up all that space. So... Then we find out that there's a hit on the van that no one in Lopez ID'd and it's racked up about hundreds of dollars in parking tickets and tolls. And so Tim is like, you know, where is it clustered around? And, you know, we find out that it's parked um, around the port of Los Angeles and the intel report indicated that Marvin used to work down there um, like two years ago and he was fired as a he drove a forklift that was fired so tim is just like i'm gonna send some units so we go back over nyla and aaron pull up on the van they did a lot of searching vehicles in this episode too like not just the body cam footage and like running but they did a lot of searching of vehicles mainly nyla and aaron Mm -hmm. um and the front seat is clear they open up the door to the back of the van it's clear too but marvin is clearly well armed um and so Aaron just pulls up Marvin's social media page again, and he posted a video saying, history is going to remember this day's Sovereign Day. I'm about to light the spark that's going to ignite the revolution. Um, so Aaron's like, let's try and spot something in the video that will give away his location. But Nyla's like, it's hard to tell, and we're not sure when we when he recorded that. So I like Aaron's idea, though. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Aaron just questions why he would choose the port to do this. And Nyla's like, there's dozens of targets. And the cruise ship terminal to the port itself is, you know, crucial as well. So Aaron points out that maybe, there, maybe he's there to kill the boss that fired him and pretend it's a great cause. I, I mean, I could see that, but I don't know. It's just kind of speculation. Um, so then the airship is taking fire and they have to back off, but they don't have a location on the shooter. So Nyla and Aaron are on their own because the rest of the team hasn't came yet. So I noticed this on my second rewatch. It kind of lost me last night. Like there was just a lot going on. Um, We saw security footage from the dock, from the docks like cameras. um, And we see that Marvin is firing a long gun. So Aaron and Nyla are taken under fire, um, and you know Marvin like eventually drops the weapon and is now running, jumping on the military grade ship, which is the uh, USS Iowa, which I looked up and it's now a museum in LA because it was actually um, a battleship that was originally commissioned in 1943 and served during the World War II, the Korean War, and the Cold War. So. Yeah, well, fun fact for you. Um, and, you know, he's still firing at them with a handgun, but the ship is evacuating from museum goers. So Nolan and Angela roll up to help Nyla and Aaron, um, and they're all on board the battleship now, clearing it, going in pairs of two. Um, and so, like, I under... They definitely couldn't use like actual cameras in this scene because the hallways and stairwells of those battleships are really as small as they looked Mm -hmm. like I was on um the battleship Missouri the USS Missouri um in like late August early September at Pearl Harbor and we were able to like go and tour that and like there is no like room to mess around on those in those halls and stairwells um Mm -hmm. they are like a small and it's easy to run into people and like if you get caught up with them like it's hard to like work around and like just you know turn around and stuff like I couldn't imagine being like in the sea for like weeks months at a time on that boat because I would go crazy um but it was cool to kind of see them like be on that boat because I was like yeah i was on one a few months ago and that is like legit um but then yeah so Aaron and nyla are in the cafeteria they're cl- they're clearing that um and you know no one's in there so nolan and angela end up finding someone in the locker room area and she's instructed to lock the door and stay in there um but she's like don't leave me you know and they have no choice but they have to so marvin takes angela and nolan under fire and then goes to the main deck part of the ship. Um, and they split up taking different levels. But Nolan, but they don't find Marvin. So then at one point, Angela takes one shot. And he falls down a few levels. And it's like, I mean, it's just, oh, that was rough to see.
1: But I'm also like, oh, you just like, uh, no. Yeah, it was just a lot. But. yeah it got a little bit confusing for me when they like zoomed out and then like showed Angela in one spot and Nolan was in another and then Marvin was assuming yeah like running um like you know looping around and I was like oh I'm losing track of where everyone is goodness
0: yeah um and so like those steps like you know how they were like open underneath
1: mm-hmm
0: that freaks me out when steps Mm -hmm. are like that um and when I was walking through the Pearl Harbor one um because it was so old like and they obviously like they left a lot of stuff how it was like so you know there was corrosion or whatever um rust stuff like that like it was you had to be really careful to like go up those steps go up and down them because they're also steep so Mm -hmm. I feel like they just had to do a lot of prep for that and like i wouldn't be able to do that like because at one point didn't angela like take two steps at a time or something
1: yeah she had like gone yeah. up because she had gone up first and then john was following behind her at one point point. and like those steps like they're not wide either like no. it was just yeah
0: I was like oh my gosh i wouldn't be able to do that so especially with like a gun in hand and like you can't hold the hand really and like, you're in a hurry, like props to them. I mean, I know that it, it wasn't just like a one taken done, but yeah, it was, mm-hmm. it was interesting. And it was just kind of cool to see, like my aunt also watches the rookie. Um, and so I told her, I was like, you know, th- like this, this spot, this scene is one that like, you don't want to mess around in, in this like battleship. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was just pretty cool. But um yeah so that's it for the whole like manhunt storyline
1: mm-hmm. yeah um oh goodness okay we're going okay yeah i guess it is my turn now Um yeah. going into the bradford backstory um so this is obviously the first episode we're gonna meet uh jenny tim's sister so we first meet her as she comes up to they're like outside the parking or in the parking lot um it's where a bunch of shops are though um and apparently smitty let her through um so that's how she got over there in the first place um at least i'm assuming that's who she was talking about because she was like the guy who was handing out the water bottles let me through um i mean if
0: she wasn't talking about him like i'm worried that smithy got other people like on board to help him hand out like used <laughs> water bottles you, that man is a whole just chaotic being <sighs> and i'm just like i love him but i'm also like how do you so i watch friends and like chandler will like shade joey from time to time and he's just like how do you not fall down more and i huh. think of that with smithy i'm like how does he like, like how is he down? so functioning
1: yeah like my how does he of. like function <laughs> i love that man though yeah um but she like walks up um and like gives him a hug Calls him sergeant bradford and, um tim's just like jenny so what are you doing here um and she was like i just wanted to see my big brother um lucy's been standing kind of like idly by this whole time um but then she perks up obviously at hearing that jenny is tim's sister. Um, and asked her if she has any embarrassing stories she'd like to share um I just thought it was so cute like Lucy just was like so excited she was like oh hi I know we just met but do you have anything you'd like to share like she just like I don't know how to she's just so baby with it yeah like I love it and just, like, it's, like, the most girlfriendy thing that she could possibly do without actually being, like, Tim's girlfriend. Just, like, being so excited to meet his yeah. family. Well, I tweeted out,
0: like, earlier today um, like, the TikTok sound of, like, best friends.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, that's definitely how Jenny and Lucy were. Like,
1: five <laughs> seconds in the meeting. At least that's how Lucy saw it. Yeah. 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 Um, And it cut over to, like, Tim's look of, like, no, 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 I cannot believe this is happening right now. So Lucy kind of tapers that off. Um, And apparently, but Jenny's still kind of on Tim um, because he didn't return her calls and, like, ignored her messages saying that she was coming to town. Um, So then he kind of fesses up. He Well, he takes the water from her um, because Smitty gave her water and he's like, no, 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 don't drink that. Um so yeah. he's throwing it away um, and he knows why she's there and he doesn't want to talk about it. Um, he tries to arrange like for them to go to dinner later and Jenny's like, no, just so you can blow me off again. No, we're gonna do it right along. Um, Tim tries to brush it off, but Lucy, like I'm sure she thought that she was helping, but like you could already tell that Tim like stiffened and was like, oh God, I know what she's gonna say. like no. yeah because Lucy's like, wait, you're a sergeant now, so you can just approve it.. Um, so that's how jenny is going uh to do the ride along with them um and lucy tries like at the last second to ask uh, if if tim had any nicknames um but then that's cut off uh i just know that that man had
0: nicknames and i want to hear them oh for sure i mean even jenny's face i was
1: like girl has some stories yeah like you could tell she was ready to spill something Um, yeah Which, I mean, the next time we see them, she is um, revealing one thing that um, Tim tried to highlight his hair uh, before prom and ended up looking like Slim Shady. I am still forever thinking of Eric's like frosted hair era when this line is said. Like, that's all I can think about. Um, And if you guys follow Eric on Instagram, he's posted some of like that era. Um, Like, that's just all I think about. Um, yeah so Jenny wanted to show Lucy a photo and Tim's like oh come on like you know we gotta like focus on this um so she kind of tables that but then instead asks to talk about their dad um but Tim has nothing else to say so Jenny asks for Lucy's phone number instead so she can like send her the photo um so thus begins their like BFFs Era kind mm-hmm. of, um, they see. Well, it's like obviously Jenny's in the back, um, and Timmy here and in the front, and they see an obviously intoxicated woman swerving in and out of traffic on a bicycle, so they pull her over. Um, this woman was such a mood though, oh my gosh, because she just wanted to get tacos. And she's like, it's not illegal to drink and bike. And Lucy like says it so nicely though, but she's like, actually yes it is. Like, wow. With the way she was swerving in and out of traffic um, she could have caused an accident. The woman ends up falling over and then tries to get back up but Tim kind of like stops her and saying how like they could write her up for public intoxication and she's like, screw you you Kendall ass looking men. but like, oh my god I was like dying laughing so much this whole entire scene so i
0: didn't realize like where the kendall came from and i saw that our front page had like changed her dn to like officer kendall or whatever and i was like wait what? what did i miss and i caught it on my second rewatch and i was like oh okay i mean he is pretty he he does look like a kendall yes i mean Um. and we say that as like total like professionals but like also light band girls
1: Uh uh-huh yeah Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um and like I just oh my gosh and just like you could see because it's from Tim's um body cam like you could see the woman just like looking up at him and she's just like out of her mind like wasted and it just made it so much funnier I it made it so much
0: better but I also feel like she could have had like some kind of like vision or, or not vision but like Hallucination that like maybe he was a ten or something and like <laughs> that's why she said it. I I'm unhinged. Yeah.
1: Oh I'm unhinged. Gosh. Yeah, but um, it's actually Jenny that ends up calming the woman down. Um, she's like, I know you're having a bad day, but they're just trying to do their jobs. Um, and Lucy was like so impressed that she was like able to do that, and Jenny's like, well, I teach fourth graders, essentially, you know, the same kind of thing. Um. And so the woman ends up getting like to you know sit down and calm down. It's assumed that they eventually take her in um, later. But, like, but but
0: both of the Bradford siblings have a, their soft voice. Mm-hmm. And I just I would really like to appreciate that. Like we need to see more of it.
1: Mm-hmm. They did a good job like casting Tim's sister and because like they both have like the same like they have like very like angular like features and like even their eyes kind of like the eye color like deeper deeper set eyes Mm same similar like color um
0: yeah even like facial not structure but just like even their facial expressions too Mm
1: -hmm. yeah um so good job casting department definitely um so, as Jennifer had mentioned, like, when the um, manhunt kind of ramps up, Tim's like, okay, this is too dangerous. Like, they're going to take Jenny back to the station. Um, but Jenny's not leaving until they talk about their dad. Um, and Tim's like, you're impossible. Um, and then Jenny asks Lucy, she's like, who's more difficult, me or Tim? And Tim's like, of course she's going to pick me. Like, as I'm like, why wouldn't she? Um, and even okay. jenny gets i know even jenny gets in on it though and she's like well yeah because you're the most stubborn person alive which is why you're still single um and i had originally watched this or like i watched it obviously like live on tv but then like was re-watching the clip on twitter someone had posted it and i thought they sped up the audio for whatever reason like in oh. that scene but they didn't they were just talking like that fast um and just like I don't know it was just kind of funny um that they were like like going back and forth like as siblings do you know because like sometimes when you argue you like can talk faster when you're like getting like yeah you know more emotional I'm trying to like get your point across yeah yeah and so I just thought that was funny because um, I originally thought it was just like audio tweaking but nope it was actually they were talking a little bit faster um and I like-
0: almost wish that some of these Jenny, Tim, and Lucy scenes didn't happen at the shop.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Because she was behind the, like, you know, thing, uh, yeah, and so we couldn't totally her. see her face. I mean, yeah. they would, like, cut back to her and stuff, but like, mm-hmm. you know, it would have been cool, and it would have been, like, awesome to see them just, like, sitting at a table or, like, even just standing outside,
1: mm-hmm.
0: having these, you know, discussions and stuff, but... I mean, I did like seeing it in the shop. She kind of got to see, like, their dynamic, but. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, it seems like, well, first of all, I'm not, like, as in he's not single. Um, and before he can get to his second of all point, Lucy interrupts and is like, wait, you're seeing someone? Like, it wasn't so much a, like, it was, like, a little bit of a mixture of, like, sad, a little bit surprise, and then a little bit, like, kind of almost, like, solemn, like, because, like, they used to talk about their personal lives. A little bit. They haven't really as much um this, you know, at least lately anyway. And so I feel like maybe she kind of was a little bit surprised that oh he didn't tell her that he's seeing Ashley. Um
0: yeah. Maybe not surprised that like he is seeing someone but just surprised that she didn't
1: that he didn't tell her. Yeah. And like I don't know. I kind of feel like it's maybe like a little bit harder for Tim to like reconcile like his feelings for like someone else versus like mm-hmm. whatever Lucy might stir up in him so I feel like that's maybe why he like avoids it yeah a little bit more at least lately um but yeah I saw someone had posted like they took uh screen caps of like Lucy's expressions it was honestly it was like funnier than seeing it in video form because it was just like an omg and then like a O and then a oh like okay like she she was like coming to terms with that yeah like just in one like split second kind of manner
0: well and we know from a behind the scenes i think
1: someone said that it was like episode
0: 12 or something that they were filming that lucy and ashley do meet again and tim's there and they're in uniform so oh yeah well that was
1: eric looks like it's um, on the beach but photo Yeah, yeah he posted so obviously yeah they do meet that'll be interesting oh yeah that'll be interesting oh, yes. for sure. well um, this
0: is episode eight so we have four more until then i mean there's a lot of shit that could like still happen he could actually like come clean and tell her about ashley mm-hmm. but
1: who knows yeah. yeah um so lucy's technically the one that, like inadvertently starts this like part one of the dad conversation um because she asked Jenny what else she's doing like while she's here in LA um and Jenny brings up that uh she's helping to sell their dad's house and Lucy's like she's sure Tim will help like it's um very like couple-ish like very wifey of her yeah like she's just like oh sure and like Tim didn't even get to say I mean he eventually makes his opinion known obviously um she's like volunteering him yeah and he didn't even immediately mm-hmm. disagree but he was just like yeah it's just very yeah like you said very like wifey of her it
0: is it's a very um, wife thing of her to do like she's volunteering him to like help with a renovation that he doesn't want to do like if it was like for a neighbor you know that you don't really like it's like oh yeah well he can do that and he's like no I don't want to help them with that
1: like I don't yeah. like them mm-hmm. yeah um tim thinks it's just like a tear down jenny's like well no it's got good bones like they can make some money off of off of it if they actually like took the time to like put in effort um and i just thought it was kind of a little bit humorous that like tim's dig of like oh you watch a couple hours of HD tv and you think you're an expert turned into lucy asking what jenny's favorite show is and lucy's is hunt House Hunters International apparently, and and Jenny's like, oh, I love that show, and they're just like having a ball over their home improvement shows.
0: I feel like that's how that is with like anyone though on their shows. Like I've seen it with people on Station Night or not Station Nineteen, Grey's Anatomy, and they're like, you know, I've watched like countless hours of Grey's Anatomy. Don't know medical, didn't go to medical school, but I could probably, you know, perform this on someone like <laughs>
1: needed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. and so like this whole conversation is what leads Tim to call Nolan on the private uh, radio channel and ask about what like inspections would reveal for their dad's house which hasn't been updated or repaired since 1958 uh, and Nolan says well there could be a lot of work that needs to be done but if it's got good bones like Jenny had said earlier then they could just do the repairs and like <laughs> I had paused it to like type this in the outline and I had paused it on Lucy and Jenny looking back at each other like with the smirks and Tim's just like sitting there like oh god why like they were right yeah like they definitely had the like haha told you so expressions on their face mm-hmm. uh, and so like while they're on the private channel then like Nyla hops on is like y'all are gonna have to wait your turn because no one's helping me with my kitchen backsplash <laughs> and even Aaron gets in and he's like well do you do like outdoor work because my you know like uh like yard or whatever like you know needs some work or and no one's like landscaping's not really my thing but he's built a gazebo or you know two in his day apparently and just like and Angela was like I'm sure you regret telling people that you used to be a contractor and he's like Eh, Just a little bit, and like makes a little like hand, uh, gesture too. Which I mean, did like he tell
0: everyone, or did he just like make it very well known? Like, well, I think day one, like,
1: yeah, like from day one, yeah, like, cause he like, fucking told Talia that like day one too. Like he, you know, Uh contractor and like worked in construction for you know twenty plus years or whatever. Now it's time for his career change. Like da 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 da. Like,
0: well, and like even when he was like fixing up his house and like working on ben's house you know he's like yeah i live there rent free and like i'm just helping him out with some construction things like he hasn't Mm -hmm. he's made it clear since day one that he's a contractor i just find it hilarious and like i was watching the scene again today and i was just like dying laughing because you know aaron's like "Do do you do pergolas like we need help on everything and i'm just like yeah
1: Oh was that what he said? I couldn't I didn't catch the word that he said. It was said. something I was like, like that. What in the world?
0: I could not stop laughing after that cuz he was just like I'm just going to jump right in here and then Nyla's face like in that scene she's just working like yeah yeah you do that wait <laughs> it was just so good. Have... the comedy in this show is like top notch.
1: Yeah. I just Now that they've mentioned like Nolan helping Nyla, I need that scene so badly just for them like interacting outside of work again because you know it would be like when they were on the
0: stakeout at Nyla's house, Nyla's Mm -hmm. ex's house, like you know that that's how it would be. be So funny! Oh my god, Nolan would probably like ask her about Lila and just like talk like incessantly about it, and she would just like get annoyed with it. Oh my god, yeah, I need it. yeah i really do i need it too he could be helping her a lot too with the like whole divorce and custody thing Mm -hmm. well him and sarah didn't get divorced until henry was older Mm -hmm. right so i mean it's not like henry was seven when they got divorced but still
1: yeah yeah but still
0: it was so good though
1: yeah no it was so good it was a little bit of comedy uh you know kind of put in there when Um, they
0: switched to the other channel it reminded me of in 309 when angela and nyla switched to the other channel to talk about the birth yeah and i was like oh man when they switched to other channels is when chaos just ensues
1: yeah yeah definitely um so like for the next scene that they have like jenny can't seem to let the house goes like her childhood home Then um, Lucy chimes in she's like oh yeah I understand even though you know she moved out like 10 years ago she still thinks uh, her parents house is home um, which honestly that was like one of the like nicer things she said about anything regarding her parents in a while so I was kind of surprised by that a little bit yeah. but at the same time it does seem very Lucy to like have the like one place like Happy like a happy home kind of thing or like safe space for her
0: and now I need to know if she's taken Tamara back there Aww. because like she could kind of open it up and be like this can be your happy home too or whatever or like Aww. has made it like kind of known that she wants to make a happy home for Tamara
1: like like <laughs> her parents kind of did for her I don't know yeah Um, and like so Jenny talking about the their childhood home is what like causes him to like kind of swerve the shop a little bit um Lucy's like what's wrong and even Jenny like calls out to him "Is like Tim like as in like what's going on even though she doesn't say that um and Jenny then mentions like she knows that it wasn't the same for him but like she thinks their childhood wasn't all bad um and he can't believe that she's getting nostalgic over that place and he's like what does she want some other family to cuddle up under the broken plaster where their dad um slammed his head against the wall oh when the camera cut over to lucy's face though i don't know if i can put into words how like it was a smart move in like terms of like emotional like weight that it added to the scene Mm -hmm. but like oh that hurt me it was painful
0: to see I feel like it kind of made her realize that like Tim has a lot of uh, she already knew this before Tim has a lot of like trauma behind him like his rough exterior is because he's had to build up a wall Mm
1: -hmm.
0: like and I like that's why he's so tough and stuff and I don't know I feel like that that line kind of just made her realize that a little bit more and like kind of made her realize like there is more of a reason for him to be like this like it's not just because he wants me to you know be good at my job like he has other reasons for this like rough exterior guarded like you know guarded self mm-hmm.
1: yeah um and Jenny was like you know dad had a lot of demons and Tim fires back with no dad monster um and Jenny was like well he's changed and like Tim would not know that cuz he hasn't seen him in 20 years um Tim said the only thing that's changed about their dad is that like the drinking caught up with him and he can't throw a punch like he used to but he's still the same guy underneath um Jenny still kind of sticks to her whole like you know I still think that he's changed and Tim would know that if he visited the hospice um because she had to move him out of assisted living um and this is when it's revealed that like she had to move him out because like he's dying like that's why she's come back and they're doing everything with the house because obviously he can't take care of it so you know it's like a um what is it like getting the affairs in order kind of thing Mm -hmm. um and then it cuts away after that comes back um lucy knows a great bereavement counselor if like they need someone apparently jenny has someone but she thanks her anyway and therapy like helped jenny come to terms with everything that happened to them um and she like you know wonders if tim's carried trauma from all of it and thinks that you know like maybe therapy could help tim and he's like no i'm good like he doesn't he's not a um talker like, yeah he's uh, internalizing you know. it more yeah um which then that kind of leads jenny to bring up the time that like their dad dropped him off in griffith park when he was seven and made him find his way home with a compass And Tim was like, which I did. Um, And Lucy, um, like, just kind of blurted out, like, Tim test. Um, And I personally think that she was simply thinking aloud as to where, like, Tim's, uh, like, where that, um, like, Tim test or, like, you know. Thing that is so ingrained in tim is such a part of him like that's where it came from yeah i really think that she was saying that tim's anything like his dad at all though i can understand by the way that tim looked back at her why some fans may have thought that yeah um but she like because she immediately like backtracks um because you could kind of see like jenny's like curiosity was peaked a little bit and she's like oh no nothing never mind like Mm -hmm. she didn't want to get into it um yeah so I don't think she did like there was a lot and there is a lot that I could still say about like these scenes because it was like it was very um I had tweeted about it but it was like just the way that like Eric and Peyton like delivered these lines and like with such like um emotion behind it yeah and just like it's such like powerful like statements and like they made sure that like the gravity was still um like there in the situation like mm-hmm. when their lines were delivered and like the way that like melissa was kind of like an anchor for them to like kind of you know like bounce these lines off of and so it was like because I just like can't even imagine it's probably why I could never be an actor because I could not just be like meet a person I'm not trying to make light of this at all because like I know there's such serious scenes that they did but just like you like meet this person and then you're like okay I have to like play this person's sibling and then you just like have to sit there and like film these like yeah scenes. like I could not even imagine and then
0: scenes where you're like pissed off with each other or like yeah. going like head to have like I don't think I could no I do why I write <laughs> I, I think it would be so cool to be an actor like I don't know even just to like immerse myself like into a fictional universe but I know that I couldn't do it for a number of reasons like just it yeah. if I was ever to be on something it would have to be a pure comedy because I don't think I could ever like stay serious enough for a drama and then also like just the you know vulnerable like scenes where you know like you're like dealing with heavy emotion or um you know like some scenes where you know like I don't know you're just like vulnerable about you know what you're wearing like not what you're wearing but like
1: I don't, yeah. I don't know how like to like personal, properly put it, like,
0: word it. It's just like it.
1: personal things that like can stir up things in yeah. like a regular person's life that like act I mean obviously you get the more you act I'm sure you're able to separate your mm-hmm. own like you know personal uh, like issues from like the content you're like doing but just like I know like when I was listening to these scenes it like stirred up things in me just from my own life so it's just like i don't know i mean just kudos to them that trio like yeah. knocked it out of the park um
0: well and like we were talking about it last night like with our friend nikki apparently we have a thing for like male characters who have like family trauma apparently. like apparently we do and apparently we have things for men that are in like these first responder professions that have like this moral compass that like they have to save people at least I do because I like rope that into anything that I watch pretty much Mm -hmm. I mean I feel like all that I watch lately is like first responder shows I mean granted this was on tv a lot but like I don't know I just really like get into it so yeah
1: yeah and I don't know like there's a lot because like I know people like I don't know, maybe it's just because I studied psychology and I studied trauma response. Like there's quite a few things that can be said for like why Jenny thinks that like her experience is different from Tim's. Like there's different responses you can take from like your childhood issues and then, like take it with you into adulthood in different ways too. And so like, I feel like, you know, cause there's like fight or flight and there's also there can be like a freeze response or like a fawn or like fawning response um there's like so many things and I feel like it did affect them in different ways like because like Jenny's like a fourth grade teacher so she's like you know she's helping kids she's being in like they're both in like helping professions still Mm -hmm. but like Tim's is one where he like he has a sense of like control or at least in his like training officer role he has the power to like shape other people you know and like have have like some control where like I'm sure he felt like sorry where he probably didn't have control over his like childhood obviously because he was getting the the worst of it from his dad and so I don't know there's just so many things I could probably like go on a whole like rant about this thing this episode just like oh put me in my feelings that's a good thought though like he
0: picked that profession because he's like in
1: control more yeah he can like control his surroundings yeah it's good I mean which like you like you can't really in a sense because obviously you can't like predict what people are going to do but like he just like for how much you know of like a not type a but like um gosh darn it i had a phrase like for how like rigid he is and how like hmm. structured he i mean i know we talked about it last night like some of it is probably his like military yeah um like background too but i just feel like i don't know there's just like i'm just very interested to see what's going to happen next week just because there's so much that like like a person can go through in their childhood that like informs their adult Uh life and it's just like fascinating to me well
0: I'm like maybe he needed to feel like secure and like he had the upper hand in a way and Mm -hmm. so maybe that's why he chose this profession I don't know I have so many questions because like I like I don't know I know that I brought this up last night like did Tim and Jenny go into these professions to like potentially save people who might be going through the same things that they did when they were younger like if Jenny had a student who was going through a rough patch at home like she yeah. could help same with Tim like if he had came across a domestic abuse like survivor or a case like he could mm-hmm. help like I don't know I just and I wonder if that's like why they went into these professions I, I don't know again anytime that I watch a first responder show and I like get into these characters that have like family trauma and like you know rough relationships with their parents or like loved ones or whatever I'm like okay so did they get into these professions to save people because like they couldn't be saved
1: yeah or it's like you're like they just have like this
0: innate sense to save everyone that they come across and then they just like fell into this profession because it felt right for them I don't know
1: yeah, and I mean, there's also, like, you know, because, like, when you're a child, like, you're supposed to be the one that, like, feels protected. Mm-hmm. And, like, if your parents, you know, or parent, um, like, doesn't make you feel that way, then, like, you're going to, like, want to seek that out elsewhere yeah. at, like, some point in your life. And so maybe that's why, I don't know. Like I said, I'll be interested to know, like, if if their dad, like, you know, tries to, like, defend any of his actions or like what No, because they were both like you could see like jenny and tim were both kind of on the verge of like tearing up like in the shop Tim definitely like, was that hurt me and just like like
0: tim's voice cracked and then yeah. like in the stills you could see his tears like his watery eyes and i'm like oh my god please don't hurt him yeah, but like also please give me all of the angst. Like I need this. Yeah.
1: I um, have a feeling
0: that Tim got his stubbornness and Jenny really got their stubbornness from their dad though. Yeah, but then again, we don't know anything about their mom. So who knows that is true, which yeah. I have more questions on that. So
1: mm-hmm. Yeah, we have so many questions. I hope some of them will be answered next week. I just
0: like, Um, like, I want to know what happened to Mama Bradford. Like, did she leave? Did she die? I mean, Paige kind of like responded to, I think my tweet about it last night. And she said, I'm really scared given what we saw about the promo filters next week that Mama Bradford isn't with us anymore. And that Papa Bradford may have something to do with that. Maybe.
1: Oh, that would just... Because the gun oh that would hurt me so much I mean I'm okay because that's just, like, like a whole she, other level
0: yeah like I'm okay if she just like isn't with us anymore because like she got sick or something like I'm okay with that I can deal with it but like if he like killed her oh oh that's gonna be something else and then and then that kind of begs the question of like how is jenny so forgiving of that because like that's her mom
1: mm-hmm.
0: unless jenny's like you know i just have to kind of like work through it i don't know uh, again so many questions like
1: yeah
0: oh uh, i mean yeah it's i'm choosing yeah, not to know. believe that he didn't like kill her though
1: oh like, my goodness gracious i hope not i hope because that's, that's just
0: that's dark that is that like is not very, for very the rookie dark. that is like for svu or something
1: yeah i yeah goodness yeah um so yeah um oh okay sorry i was like gonna like pull it over to you and that's not nope i've talked about a
0: whole rant so
1: that's fine. I mean, like I said, I could keep going and I'm sure if I see something on Tumblr, I'll probably like reblog it with like a whole other tangent of like all these things. Because so there's just so much like that can be said for like yeah, the like your psyche and just like the trauma and just like how that informs their choices now. And just seeing like i don't know because like i was over here thinking i mean like yeah jenny and tim are opposites but like they're also like somewhat the same and like i was surprised Mm -hmm. by that and so i kind of just want to know how the two of them are going to interact if like jenny will have a scene with Mm -hmm. uh, tom their dad or i just want to know like more
0: about jenny and tim's relationship yeah because like obviously relationships are fluid they change as you get older especially with your siblings but like did they stay in contact while he was like in the military were they close when they were younger because they were going through this together like
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know what was her home life like after tim had left like yeah. especially if he took the bra of the abuse mm-hmm. you know was she just like favored more because she was daddy's little girl and tim yeah. could like never do anything right
1: yeah
0: i don't know we'll find it all out next week hopefully or find out some of it yeah yeah Um, and i kind of hope that tim like shields lucy from some of it which it looks like we might be getting a chenford scene like after he talks or before it's hard to tell but like the wallpaper is kind of the same so Mm. i don't know yeah hopefully Mm. we'll see but I also like hope that well and you had wrote it in a fanfic right of like (laughs) I probably
1: did like
0: Lucy like coming in contact with his dad and Tim's like no you're not gonna talk to her or something
1: yeah I don't I mean I hope that doesn't I don't know why I don't I don't want that to happen I don't know because I feel like I don't know of course Lucy has like now heard some of this like dark stuff so it wouldn't be that much of a stretch if she like happened to come in contact but then again I don't know because now that we know that like their dad was in like or is in uh, hospice or whatever like I'm assuming that's like a separate day maybe that they like do the house yeah. thing, and then like you know maybe Tim goes you was know, Tim visited was him tim in the same hospice? clothes as he was in the house I when he went think to the so. we had a jacket on and
0: we can't really tell because he's like his body's not like facing the camera
1: yeah so hmm. i don't know because like in the end scene well i mean tim had mentioned that like never in a million years would he go visit his dad so yeah. i don't know how exactly that you know how his mind gets changed
0: well and we found out that like he hadn't seen his dad in 20 years so yeah. I had pointed point out the question that he's got to be like 37 to 39 in age yeah.
1: mm-hmm.
0: which would mean that he left home like at 18 or 19 Yeah, but like also did his dad not go to his wedding no because we found out that his dad made Isabel cry yep so is he like mid 40s then maybe I don't know i'm so confused on the timelines
1: i wish that they would like make them more clear (laughs) but i mean if it's like assumed that there's like a 10-year age gap then it'd be like 38 39 maybe if lucy's almost 29 especially because she said
0: she moved out like what 10 years ago so she'll so say she's like 29 yeah so like 19 Mm -hmm. um yeah, basically I just need like Wednesday to get here so I can get through fall finales of other shows and then Sunday to come. Like right now. I need oh, that. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, but the end scene for them, well it's it's mostly Chenford. I mean Jenny comes in at the end. Um, it starts with Chenford anyway because Tim finds Lucy and asks where Jenny is. Lucy's like she's calling uh, her nephews which Was it you? Or was it Nikki? I don't know. Maybe it was the both of you that were like doesn't Tim have nieces? So I guess
0: he said that he had a niece so we don't know if that's like because I call my cousin's kids my nephew and niece too Mm -hmm. so maybe like Jenny just has boys but she never said it was never said that she was calling her daughter too. It was just her son Yeah so I
1: don't know um and so Lucy's like kind of um you know like says Tim your sister needs you and like I didn't even process the fact that Tim like used her first name again and like called her Lucy Mm. because it was just like such a like uh like emotional like you know or just like nice scene between them um but she kind of interrupts him again and is like she knows she might be overstepping, but she just wants him to like hear her out. Um and that like, you know, instead of Tim and Jenny arguing about like how bad their dad was or wasn't, um, that as children of abuse they'd be better off simply like supporting each other through it Mm -hmm. oh and like the camera cut over and Tim like looked down when she said children of abuse it's like the poor guy has so much like weight around that like like that terminology just like that my heart hurts for him because just like it's definitely not a common or I mean let me rephrase that it is an unfortunate like topic that comes up like child abuse but like within like males don't typically talk about like any kind of abuse or like come forward with any kind of like you know I was hurt in this way because like that stigma attached to it and so I just oh that just like oh that just hurt my heart for Tim because like It's just there's something very, like, not uncomfortable, because, like, Lucy would be, like, the logical person to, like, kind of know all these, like, more intimate details about Tim now, obviously. Mm -hmm. But it just, I mean, I couldn't blame him for being a little bit uncomfortable, because it's just, like, they're not actually, like, dating or, like, together, but yet she, like, this whole other part of his life that, like, he doesn't let anyone into is, like, being revealed to, like, her of all people, and it's, like... Yeah. See, she is such, like, a sunshine happy you know, person. Like, human. Yeah. But in the same time, he was there for her, like, most... Well, arguably, one of her most traumatic moments of, like, you know, the... You know, what happened in 2.11. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I kind of feel like they've both seen, like,
0: seeing each other
1: like at their worst. Yeah, yeah. Um, she had like a front
0: row seat to the Bradford like family drama, mm-hmm. and at times I felt like she, like, felt awkward with that. I was like, ooh, that that's got to be rough.
1: Yeah,
0: especially like when you know Jenny was like, "Dad's dying." Like, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. Some of Lucy's expressions, I was like you know that she has to be feeling like uh I could like step out right now like mm-hmm. I don't need to
1: be here for this so yeah well I'm sure she didn't really know what she was walking into yeah um yeah but like I thought it was not nice but just like I appreciated the fact that like Lucy acknowledged that like Tim like had the worst of the abuse but like he lived through it and like Mm -hmm. that reminded me of like the 212 speech because tim was like you know you like lucy didn't die like she lived and like she you know she can do with that what she will and like i feel like that's kind of her like way of being like you lived through this like here's what you can do with it to like help because like she you know essentially kind of wants him to be there for his sister Mm -hmm. and it was nice that tim acknowledged what lucy had said and like you could see him like looking off um at her as she left when jenny event eventually comes into the scene
0: Um, they both watched each other walk away mm -hmm. in this episode yeah chef's kiss
1: yeah um, and so he like apologized to Jenny about earlier um, and said that he should have listened more he's still not going to see Tom though which again I asked I got to, I I gotta know yeah I just I need to know what or who made him change his mind about like going to see his dad um, and then it was nice that Tim finally introduced Nolan to Jenny, like, formally so they could, like, talk about, you know, all the work that needs to be done on the house. And they agreed to meet on Saturday to, like, look things over. Um, and Jenny was surprised by Tim's use of the word we. And he says that he'll help because it shouldn't all fall on her. And she, like, seems to appreciate that. And so that's kind of where we leave uh, with them. Yeah oh so much good Bradford
0: backstory and it was more than like just one little snippet Mm -hmm. you know like I felt like we just it wasn't wasn't even like I felt like I had to question like are we gonna get more it just kept coming and I was just like oh I'm here for this like keep giving it to me I will take it
1: yeah I definitely wasn't expecting the ride along which I guess Makes sense as to why we didn't really see Jenny in the promo for like last week um, because it was definitely a surprise with like how they did it but I think they yeah. executed it very very well and it was a surprise but a good surprise with how they had Jenny in the episode
0: Um, I loved when Lucy was like
1: well you're the sergeant now
0: so you can just approve it and I just know Tim's inner monologue was like damn it I forgot I can
1: (laughs) yeah he was so not having it (laughs) and Lucy's just
0: like well yeah you can do that like all innocently and then she's like by the way if you have any like stories or nicknames on Tim like please let me know I just loved it like I hope that we get to see more of Jenny Bradford like in the future I know that she's just coming in in these two episodes but like I hope that we do get to see more of her or at least have, like, a mentions of her.
1: Yeah. But And just depending on, like, will we ever see, like, Tim's dad again? Will he make another appearance? Yeah. Aside from this one episode? I don't know. Guess what to wait and see? I, I don't feel, know. I feel like
0: it's gonna be, like, a Pat Hall said thing in PD. Oh.
1: Yeah. Why?
0: Like, they're oh, gonna show him. Why? He'll be fine. And then the next time we see him
1: he's like gonna be like
0: time ready yeah yeah well pat hall said was a little bit of a different story because he came in in season two of med and then like left in season six of pd which would have been season four of med yeah like he came in in med but then did he pass in med or was it it wasn't pd it was med it was the med portion of the crossover So yeah, so it was like seasons later, but I don't think that we're going to have that with Tom Radford because Pat Hall said, did not succumb to his injuries from the season two appearance in bed.
1: Yeah. I I don't think the rookie exactly has that luxury. No. It was like too much time. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't
0: know. Well, judging by the way that the last season was picked up, like we were all like on pins and needles, so... It's true. I kind of hope that they don't mess around with it. But yet I'm also like, I don't really want to see Tim Hurt, but like I know that Lucy will be there. So and hopefully Tim doesn't try and push her away. So Yeah. 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 So Nyla and Aaron had their own little storyline this week. Um, and we find out that it's been six weeks since Aaron started his rookie period and he's asking Nyla's thoughts on his progress and she's just like I give you an evaluation every day and those are my thoughts on your progress so you know like deal with it and he's just like well I'm wondering what you thought of me as a person though like aside from the technical stuff I feel like she after this episode she definitely sees him more as like a friend
1: yeah definitely mm-hmm. I was just like so not I don't know how to say this like I enjoyed that Nyla opened up to Aaron. I'm just so used to it being like John so like yeah I just was so used to it I'm like oh right John is in the car with Angela like he's not there like I don't know it was just so like it was interesting it was different but it was good different yeah so, like they're becoming friends now
0: um but yeah so she reiterates that like what what matters is what she thinks about him as a cop and she just like sasses back and she's like if you want people to like you maybe you should go make some friends <laughs> i mean yeah but like also I like because so okay like if he's a good person like he'll be a good top right like ultimately that's like yeah. what you're striving for like I don't know but she was just like being sassy with him um and our friend Emily from the rookie rewatch had brought up like she had posed the question John and she said okay so we know that he's six weeks into his rookie period which like we don't know how that lines up with like 100 days or 50 days of his you know time on the force or whatever but like will we get to see a plain close day from him and oh, it would be interesting man. to see because Nyla never did John's.
1: That's true.
0: So, um, and I want to say that John had responded back. Let me see. I'll find it.
1: Because oh. it was a 100 shifts.
0: Uh-huh. But we don't I know how many shifts he's had in those six weeks. Yeah, no idea. I don't think that's 100 because...
1: I mean, he's got to have days off. So, yeah. Well, because, like, in, let's see, it had already been like by episode seven, I think, of season one for like Lucy and Tim anyway. It had already been like two months and it was already mm-hmm. like episode seven. And plain clothes day, it wasn't for what, seven more episodes after that. So, yeah. So,
0: it's going to
1: be a while still.
0: Yeah. John had, um, responded back to Emily's question and said great question well we shall see with the like blushing emoji Hmm. I would okay so I thought this ever since Nylas came in like some of John's like um turning points in his career were with Talia like it would be interesting to see that with Nyla like and I almost wanted like a redo of all John's Mm -hmm. like turning points with Nyla so so it would be really cool to see that with Aaron because they're like kind of the two newbies on the show as far as like they haven't been on since you know episode one um so yeah I don't know It it would be interesting to see and I'm here for it I just love their partnership yeah um yeah so then Nyla gets a call from her lawyer and apparently Donovan wants to take Lila and move to san francisco when he gets married i totally forgot that he was like getting married well i know Lesley there was so Sons many things he was just getting proposed yeah. or he was just gonna propose but apparently penelope said yes so yeah and i was like it's the first time i'm hearing about this um and so then nyla like leaves a voicemail for donovan and she just like lets him have it and she's like... Oh, was bringing- that because
1: she was leaving the voicemail for? Yeah. I didn't catch that. At first,
0: I thought that she was, like, on the phone with him and, like, not letting him get a word in edgewise. Yeah, I did, too. But... And then the, like, voicemail, like, you know, this voicemail has ended or whatever, like, clicked on, and I was like, oops. <laughs> she was cut off. Um, but, yeah, like, she brings up the thought of enrolling her into two schools, putting her on a plane every weekend to see her parents, like... And you know like she just doesn't want to put Lila through that and so she's like what you're asking for is near total custody and she would only see Lila on the weekends and holidays which is a violation of their custody agreement and like not saying that that's the total reason that Nyla like moved back and became like a p2 instead of or a p3 instead of like still being detective and like going undercover but it is kind of why she came back so like what the heck Um, and so Aaron's just like, you know, I'm on your side, Nyla, and Donovan's a coward for springing this on you. And I was like, well, he might've left a message last week saying that he needed to talk to talk about something. like, it might've been two messages and maybe an email and Aaron's just like, well, why didn't you call him back? And she's just like, I thought it was about something else. Like she might've been avoiding him because she didn't want to talk about Halloween. And at first Aaron's like, I don't know exactly what you mean and then it takes him a minute and he's like I get it yeah okay um and so Nyla gets an email from her lawyer later on in the episode and it's like three pages of legalese um that just basically comes down to it that she screwed so you know like um Aaron's but you being Lila's mom has to matter right like you know and Nyla's like not when I abandoned her and went undercover and then nearly got her killed like yeah I mean Nyla hasn't been like the the picture perfect mom but like she is still Lila's mom like she still has some say in this so you know but Nyla's just like Donovan's really been the only one there for her like and Aaron just continues to stick up for Nyla you know he's like you're a great mom like Nyla's not sure like but Nyla's not sure that she can put Lila through this second custody battle and you know again that Aaron's like but you're not the one doing this Donovan is um and Aaron's like maybe I'm wrong and maybe I'm bringing my own experience into it but you know like he he thinks that Nyla's punishing herself for this and like she's got this narrative going on that Donovan's a saint And she's some screw up. And, you know, Aaron's like, I wasn't there. So maybe you did screw up really bad. But, like, you you know, I just don't know the extent. But Donovan's trying to take your kid. And, you know, you're letting it happen because you're so eaten up by guilt. And Nyla's face during all this was just, like, it was something. I can't really explain it. Because it didn't look like she was pissed off. Like she was annoyed but it also looked like she was like really like thinking this through and processing it so she's just like struggling with something internally too which I hope that it plays out it will I'm sure next week because we see Donovan um but yeah it was just it was really interesting
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um yeah so then Nyla tells Aaron that he's right at the end of the episode and you know she needs to fight for Nyla or fight for Lila even if she loses um and you know she'll her daughter will know that her mom fought for her so then Nyla's just like but my lawyer is too nice to be a divorce lawyer and so Aaron's like well uh hire someone better or worse like a better lawyer worse person and Aaron's like hey you can use my lawyer she's a shark and she owes me one um he's like you know the presser on my trial like tripled her business and she'll give nyla the family and friends discount once again i just love this partnership i do it's just so precious
1: and i I need to know if aaron has met lila like off that's just what i was gonna say like i want to know if like if she's like you know if now has like you know a photo or something it should be like you know here's my daughter so you can know who the heck I'm actually talking yeah. about or something like I don't know yeah I definitely because I know we didn't get that scene in 402 that everyone wanted with like everyone meeting up and stuff but like I want like in everyone like plus the kids yeah scene or something including Henry Nolan yeah that'd be fun and like an actual uh baby for baby Jackson or baby Jack excuse me can we get that next episode or in 2022 please yeah I mean of course let's see okay if we have Henry tomorrow I mean that's we're gonna
0: have baby Jack
1: yeah hopefully yeah I don't we do
0: because there is well I don't know if we do but there is uh promo photos of Angela and Wesley in their home Mm -hmm. and like Jack's there because why wouldn't he be
1: Yeah,
0: yeah next episode is what like the episode that they released like 50 promo photos for Mm -hmm. oh my god doing that Twitter thread was so much fun (laughs) and also like a little anxiety inducing I was like did I include two pictures more than once
1: yeah, I don't know how you did it. I was like top and care. I was doing it
0: from my phone in my car in a parking garage. I was like, I don't even know if this. Oh, is that's totally where I
1: do all through. mine for me. Are you kidding! I'm just like on my phone. It's why I have to text you? Because I'm like, oh god, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, was that it for the? Yeah, that's
0: it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I talked faster now. My bad. <laughs>
1: No, you were fine. I was just. so I didn't
0: need like as much, you know. Like we have to do this to get to this to get to mm-hmm. that, like That's the manhunt one did. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. So for the Wesley, well, it's like Wesley and Elijah, and then we have like some Angela and Nolan stuff in there too. Um. We first see well, Gray's the one that like assigns Nolan essentially to, like work with Angela. I guess I should have prefaced with that. Um. First thing I have listed on here though is like Wesley uh goes up to Angela's dad's gonna ask if they can talk more. He like woke up that morning and she had already left and Angela's like, um, no, not really, because like I have a job to do. And like that was already so sassy. Like I you could just already tell that like Lopez was going to have a little bit of like a little bit of an issue like communicating, I feel like. Um but like Wesley still kind of pulled her aside anyway to talk really quick and mm-hmm. himself of like why he did what he did, making a deal with Elijah to get Angela back from Lafayette and Guatemala. Um, and Angela, like, understands all of this, like, you know, understands that she even understands why he kept it from her, but what she doesn't understand is telling is him telling her that she needs to stay out of it after he came to her and asked for her help in the first place. Um, And Wesley was kind of just like, well, I didn't want to drag you into this. Um, And Angela's essentially like, well, tough, because now she's going to be the one to get them out of the situation that Wesley got them into. Um, So she had planned to like confront Elijah, and be like let it go or else like you know me and a couple hundred of my closest friends are gonna like come over there um but like Wesley already stops her and is like no you can't do that like he has leverage on him um and even though Wesley had told Angela like the night before that he didn't actually break the law his action could call into question like some ethical concerns which could still get him into trouble uh like within his lawyer uh profession so that's kind of where they unfortunately leave off with that because Angela's like I have to go like we'll talk about this later tonight um and so Angela and John are riding together like Jennifer mentions because of the Marvin Reynolds case um they're like already they're just like sitting in the shop like they haven't even hit he- like went out yet and John is like asking Angela how things are and she's like uh essentially like well um gee right now it'd be fine if you know if you would mind your own business um and I'm just kind of like I kind of wish more people would tell John that at times because sometimes he does just kind of I mean I know he means well this is not a like I don't want it to be like a I am bashing John Nolan because I'm not like I I like yeah I do but just like sometimes yeah I just want someone else to tell him like hush like this really like he can't do anything like while he's sitting in the shop Mm -hmm. in that moment in time he literally cannot do a damn thing to help Angela and I'm sure that's killing him but he can't and so like like all he can do is be a supportive friend at that point yeah but it's like why can't he just you know he's not minding his own business and so like why can't he for a second I feel like really
0: the only character that was kind of good at telling him, like, to mind his own business or, like, you know, to stay out of it or whatever, it was Talia. Mm -hmm,
1: Because, like,
0: Nyla would, but not as much. Because John already kind of, like, figured it out that, like, Mm -hmm. he needs to learn to, like, when to stop. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. I remember, like, texting you last night. I was like, I kind of wish that Angela would have been like, can you just stop talking like just tell him to like shut up but again it's not that we're like bashing on john because like we do like him it's just sometimes the things that he does and says it's like
1: dude stop yeah makes us face bomb yeah um so as they're like oh my god because even he was like trying to make a joke about how like Angela's like can you just drive the shop please and he's like well actually you know I have to put it in reverse before I can drive and then like she gives him that look and he's like oh I know that look okay no more jokes and I'm like it should have just been like no more talking like when she said yeah. well right now it's about you not minding your own business you should have just been like yeah okay duly noted yeah like fuck I say anything else um anyhow but um so they're riding along John asks again if things are like okay between Angela and Wesley she ends up revealing a little bit about Wesley's deal with Elijah and saying how you know there's like some things that she can't say that kind of muddied the situation but Elijah is now threatening her family because of it um and I appreciated John's like you know wanting to know like what we can do as in he wants to help her um Angela thanks him, but that's what, like, she's trying to figure out how to do is like help Wesley. Um, and John's never met a couple that was so different yet so perfect for each other. Um, so he knows that, like, the only way that Wesley and Angela are going to get through that or like this whole situation is together. Which, I mean, yeah, there was a nice, like, John, like, quotable moment. For John. Mm -hmm. I'll give him that. Um, I'm assuming this is what like prompts Angela to tell him to like pull the shop over and like stay there. Um, because unless he wants to be like subpoenaed at a later date, he can't hear any of the conversation that's about to occur. Yeah. Um, and so she facetimes Wesley and says her idea is to build a Rico case against Elijah. But Wesley says that Elijah would be able to get out of that really easily. Um, and besides, it would violate uh his attorney client privilege, and that prompts Angela to ask Wesley what's more important his vow to his client or to her. I was like, "Ooh, she went there. Like, you always pick her in the baby, yeah.
0: you always pick her,
1: yeah. Um, and I think the rookie rewatch account had tweeted like vows what vows we didn't get to see the vows and I was like oh yeah we didn't I kind of I mean
0: I'm forever bitter about that and the JC Penney's
1: catalog ad (laughs) forever better yeah um but yeah I mean I don't know, that was, like, a low blow, but in a way, like, I'm not surprised that Angela, like, said that, because Mm -hmm. I feel like she would feel a little bit betrayed of, like, you know, okay, like, I'm trying to help you, and yet you're not helping yourself by, like, trusting me. Like, I feel like that's kind of how she felt, maybe, a little bit, but I feel like she just was carrying a lot into this shift, so obviously, like, it, like, made sense that she had a lot in her mind, because, like, after... She, like, tried that whole scare tactic on Cooper. Um, Nolan was reminding her that even though she has a lot going on, she needs to rise above that kind of policing because it's corrosive. And, like, she knows this. Um, She wasn't actually going to hurt him. But she, like, you know, kind of apologizes for sinking into that level. She's still kind of on edge given everything that's happening with Wesley. So, um it like they kind of table it for that moment it's brought back up later um because their end scene well between John and Angela anyway is like you know he tells her not to be too hard on herself but she's like that's not an excuse she's glad that he was there to remind her of that Mm -hmm. um, which was like a nice moment for them I guess like I don't know I kind of forgot how like how little we saw of like john and angela until like this season anyway yeah and i kind of like that duo i would like to see more of them like out in the field together a little bit that would be Mm -hmm. interesting so yeah um but the end scene for like it's like lopez and gray's there um too Angela's walking into Gray's office I'm assuming like going to tell him about like the Rico case idea that she had um that she's surprised to see that Wesley's there and she's like what are you doing here like you know very very surprised that he's there isn't Um, isn't Gray's office like glass yeah I feel like it was just like the couch was like off to the side and like like she didn't see him yeah like she wasn't really paying like that much of attention because i think she had like folders or something that she was carrying yeah maybe that like blocked her line of sight um or like in that direction anyway or there was like a pillar or something there yeah yeah i don't know um but yeah she didn't see him at first um but wesley told her that um gray offered his help last week and um wow i just realized that this whole entire thing didn't save that fantastic i had way more notes than this
0: um, oh like
1: google docs anyway like pros. Yep. oh my okay, god I that's fine that. we're going um <laughs> off script here it's fine we're at So Lebanon. don't hate me if i <laughs> forget anything i'm going from memory now um I but wesley google docs does that Do wesley that. told her that gray offered his help last week and like today he's accepting the help um and angela's or er, and his offer um, was to be a confidential informant or, like, a CI. Um, Angela's like, no way. There's no way in hell you're being a CI. Like, that's going to get him killed. Um, and Wesley, um, like, had said that there are things that are, you know, like, hard to do or scary to do. This is both of, like, what he's going to do is both of those things for him. But he wants to do it not only for himself but for Angela and for Baby Jack. Um and gray reassured Angela that he will like personally oversee how Wesley will be utilized in like the CI capacity um and so like he I don't know like that's supposed to I mean I think that brings Angela a little bit of relief that like gray is going to be there like every Mm -hmm. step of the way kind of um and but like Wesley also then like uh turns back to Angela and is like essentially I'm not going to do this unless I have your like full support. Um and while Angela doesn't like uh specifically say like yes I support you, she's like, if this goes down, like there cannot be any mistakes, like nothing, like nothing can go wrong. Which I guess is kind of her way of saying like, okay, this is my support. Like let's just do this and like do it the right way. Um and Leslie reassures her that like nothing you know like nothing is gonna go wrong and that's that's the end scene of the episode um, yes. which I appreciated not that there's anything wrong with them ending on Nolan but just it's refreshing every time they don't because it's yes. you know, just like something different yeah and so hopefully I don't think I missed anything I hope I didn't because that interaction like the music too was like yeah. getting like the intense uh you know like beats of music which I enjoy and just like it's just so good and just I don't know like Alyssa and Sean just like do so well with these like intense like I don't know there's just something that's like different about like there's another layer that like since they're married now it's like and they have a family it's like just this other kind of like they have to protect their child. And they also want to protect each other right. still. and it's Like just, it's like, not
0: just them protecting each other. Like they yeah. have their child. That they have to watch over.
1: Yeah and they just have this like livelihood. And this like life that they're like trying to build. And yeah. just. I don't know. It's just cool to see. Like a. Um, like married couple. Be like regu- regularly. Featured. On a show mm-hmm.
0: um I hope like, it continues
1: yeah and like I'm glad I don't want to say that I manifested like gray being the one that Wesley went to but I mean kind of you manifest a lot of stuff I know it was yeah. on my wish list at some point but just like I hope I mean I know there's going to be drama because the promo obviously showed like Elijah's like talking to someone I'm assuming either to like Gray or Wesley or Angela like over the phone or like radio or something Uh so I hope nothing goes wrong. But I just feel like something is going to like go off the rails even though this like plan is probably like perfectly executed and like
0: yeah well. I feel like Elisha is going to know that Wesley has a wire on him.
1: Yeah. Um, and or somehow find the device that he supposedly plants in his office. Like, how my is God. he going to do that? Because like...
0: What if this is like a combination of 301 PD and 518
1: PD? Oh, I don't like that. Don't with Derek Keys
0: and with Ronnie Booth.
1: I don't like that. Take it back.
0: <laughs> I'm I don't sorry. like it. You, know what? it you, said, you said the John and Lucy thing earlier. I know I did. I'm sorry. And that was a way more <laughs> cringy than this. Okay. I just, I really hope that Wesley does not get like badly injured. But because well, like the promo it, did not help my feelings and my anxiety.
1: Well, because like since Elijah's office is out of his car, obviously is that like is Wesley going to put the bug like in his own office? And then, like, Elijah's gonna come in and they're gonna have another meeting or something. That's how it looked. Yeah. See, when I said I wanted to see more of Wesley's office, this <laughs> is not what I meant.
0: <laughs> no, but at least you're getting it. I know, but but I wouldn't be I mean, able like, to
1: focus on it either, because I'm just Wesley, gonna be looking.
0: Wesley can't put the tracker, or the bug, on uh, Elijah's car. I mean, yeah. he's I love him, but I don't think he's going to be stealth enough to do that. I yeah, know he's good, but he's not that good. <laughs> but like, I don't see it being like Angela or Gray. No. So I'm I assuming
1: it's going to be in Wesley's Oh,
0: gosh. It's got to be in Wesley's office or it's Wesley's like, just, like... like wearing a wire. Yeah. In which case, oh, I mean, Elijah's already like hit him with a baseball bat. Like, mm-hmm. shit. He could like taser Wesley or just like. Beat him up until he finds that, and I just, I just,
1: I don't don't think I can handle that. Yeah, I just don't want any more like bloodshed or like any more suits to get ruined.
0: Yeah, speaking of which, okay, so Angela's blue blazer. One, we need to see more of it because that color was like perfect, and that color is like our shop talk blue color.
1: (laughs) That was, and I just
0: like died over that. Um, in the last scene, her blue blazer brought out his blue eyes (laughs) that's it I just you know had to say that
1: Mm -hmm. yeah yeah they just I don't know just the whole cast just like I don't know if it's just like extra like attention to wardrobe this season or if because they started out like you know in the premiere they had you know from the wedding that never actually happened you know like they had like those nice outfits on and they just kind of continued to put them all in like super nice outfits I don't know just everything's like up a notch this season Yeah, I feel like so Um.
0: yeah I don't know I mean can I manifest that Wesley Evers does not get hurt even though like it's already been filmed and he probably does
1: yeah I'm good with that cause I
0: don't I'm okay if he's a little hurt but like, I need him to still be like, you know, like he can walk or like he has all of his limbs. He has two legs, two arms. Like he's good.
1: <laughs> Maybe
0: he's just like laid up in a hospital, but I don't know. But like,
1: yeah. I need
0: him to be like for the most part still put together.
1: Yeah. Maybe like, like a rib out of the hospital. So yeah. And Wesley just like. Get I out mean if he could okay, avoid like, it right quick yeah that
0: would be perfect but I don't think that's gonna happen yeah.
1: but like if he could
0: maybe have a rib out of place broken wrist something like that it's fine yeah he needs to have all of his limbs though but yeah mm-hmm. um and so then we're gonna touch on the Nolan and Smithy campaign that's just kind of brief but like I feel like they're voting next week on like who's winning I hope and- so and, I mean, Smithy is just, like, perfect. So, he's just hilarious. Um, but, yeah, as we said before, he's handing out used water bottles. It's his way of giving back to the environment. Because, why not? And John's like, where's the water from? And he's like, my bathroom sink. Like, water is water. God, I hope that a lot of people asked that question. And it wasn't just John. <laughs> because, and that's just, yeah, it's a little little sauce right there um but like the water bottles not only are they recycled but they have a label on them saying stick with smitty and john just has new posters because he thinks that that's gonna like help him win. Mm -hmm. i mean too great um and aaron's just like well i sent you a bunch of emails with some ideas like to improve your campaign and no one's like yeah i should check my email i haven't read those
1: I related to Nolan so much when he said that line because I kid you not the one thing I forget to do when I go into work sometimes is check my email even though it's the first thing I should do so
0: I I have like multiple emails of course because I'm like have too many tabs open in my head but one of my emails is like solely for coupons and like sales and stuff and I don't check that one as much just because it's spam like all the time but I do when I go to like chili's or the gas station or whatever to like try and get like a deal or something and i always get so mad when there was a good deal and i missed it <laughs> so that's where i relate like for an email always i pretty much check my emails my work one i do but that's because i have to um like my other personal one i don't know i'll check it like every other day it just depends on like if there's an email in there that i really need to see
1: mm-hmm.
0: so um yeah so then no one's like he tells gray he's like i'm hoping that i can count on your vote and gray's just like still do my due, due diligence with the candidates and he holds up a water bottle from smithy and gray's like or john's like it's smithy gray don't drink that water like don't and i hope that you <laughs> ask smithy where he got it from because yeah. i mean they, they had to have at least realized it was already open bottles of water like there are cops there come on Mm -hmm. and some of them are detectives and sergeants like come on realize that Mm -hmm. but then we see that no one has lucy's vote and aaron's like i'm not in the union yet so i can't vote and yeah so then uh we find out that lucy did some polling and john is definitely behind i love lucy like she's just so like helpful and friendly and sunshiny to all of her friends yeah um and no one's like I think an endorsement from someone who's really respected in the department would help and so he like ask, asks Tim and Tim's just like no I don't want to be dragged into it I've never endorsed a candidate and never will Please.
1: and Lucy like looks at him like yeah, okay sure yeah and like she or he like because like John was kind of like indirectly because Lucy looked up at Tim like um I think he's talking about you um and like he like looked down at her before answering john of like no no no, don't drag me into this i'm like tim you're being such a good worker oh and someone was like he looked
0: down at her as if like he needed permission to like answer and i was like such a husband and wife thing yeah but like okay so if you worked at the wilshire district who would you vote for smithy or john
1: I literally said I was like see you know I feel like I want to vote for Nolan out of pity because I just feel bad for him like I feel bad if he like was losing to Smitty like that just sucks because <laughs> like I know Tim was like oh that's embarrassing and I'm like it kind of is a little bit like I feel is. bad for like Nolan. it's
0: Smitty that you're losing to. um
1: and like because honestly I felt like well I mean I still kind of feel like Smitty would beat him although now that John has that um endorsement you know it's like i feel like it's gonna be a close call Mm -hmm. like because tim did we mention that that tim endorses john i probably could have mentioned that at the end of mine whoops my bad i think you did um did i well if i didn't um at the very very end because he was like you know john hold on a second um yeah yeah you endorsed uh john for I don't think I did. No, you didn't. I didn't. I'm so sorry. Um. Yeah. So Tim (laughs) endorsed uh John. You know he's like I'm gonna you know endorse the guy that has you know uh everyone's backs you know for like the whole district and stuff and that's John Nolan. So, um and (laughs) Smitty was like really Bradford and Tim gives him this look of like, well, like you know the first time for everything. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and I thought that was nice. Um, that. Lucy's mm-hmm. should-be husband is being nice to her former.
0: Oh my god!
1: Boyfriend. Please don't. <laughs> sorry, what? I am this close. I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even like. I don't even like calling John Lucy's like ex. No, I, I can't. <laughs> I don't. No. It's just too cringy to me. Because like all they did was like hook up. So it's, like, and I can't. Yeah. Like it's all like can think about and that's like all
0: i just have the mental image of the bra over the lawn
1: chair (laughs) and i just the pilot absolutely was like top notch for doing that though that was quite the surprise quite the plot
0: twist (laughs) um i would vote for smitty because i just know that chaos would ensue and like i'm always down for some chaos um plus like I feel like Nolan's gonna be busy serving as handyman and contractor for his coworkers. (laughs) Like, even though I know that's off shift, like it's still union rep is a lot of work. Yeah, that's probably gonna like take a lot of his off shift time too. So yeah, I mean, let's let him be a contractor and handyman for his coworkers.
1: Yeah, we don't necessarily need to see all of it. Yeah, I feel like John would like actually get things done though, and like Smitty would put them off. Oh, he definitely
0: would, but, like, it would also make for funny Nolan and Smitty moments, too, really I feel would, like. Yeah. Like, you know, something happens, and Nolan needs this thing done that he could have gotten done if he was the union rep, and Smitty's just like, well, it's being taken care of, and it's really not. So,
1: <laughs> That yeah. would be funny. Plus, it would give us more Smitty moments. That's true. Yeah, if we can have, like, more Smitty, because that man is pure comedy, so...
0: Chaos would ensue and I am 10 out of
1: 10 here for it. That's not
0: how the saying goes, but.
1: <laughs> 10 out of 10 would recommend.
0: <laughs> uh, it's late. It is. Um, yeah. So we have some listener thoughts. Do you want to start off with Valerie's yeah. and Lydia's?
1: Yeah. Um, so, well, Valerie said that she loved uh, that Jenny's first comment was to tell Tim that he looked skinny and asked if he eats enough. <laughs> yeah. That was a total mom moment. I just realized I also didn't mention that. Um, she said not one word about, oh, like about their mom though. Maybe next week. Um, yeah, hopefully. Yeah, I'm hoping. Hopefully, I don't know. Um, okay, she also said um, I thought they were moving towards a Nyla and Donovan reconciliation. Guess not. Um, yeah so I guess um she was kind of rooting for them and that uh is not exactly looking how that's going although I feel like I mean at least we're gonna get some Nyla and Donovan scenes although they're probably Mm -hmm. going to be them yelling at each other I can kind of picture that happening hopefully it hopefully they don't end up hating each other by the end of like next week's episode or something hopefully
0: i mean i'm sure that it will like affect their co-parenting but hopefully they like come to an agreement that they're doing this for lila like they're on lila's team
1: yeah yeah um and then lydia said uh jenny's thoughts on lucy and tim's relationship she was eyeing she was eyeing them both after Tim said he was no longer single and Lucy's surprise. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She did kind of eye them because they were both a little bit awkward um, mm-hmm. after that exchange. And I could see um, Jenny in the background, like, looking between the two. She's got to catch like- on. Yeah, I feel like she is going to. Not sure if it's going to come up. Because I know there was that one promo pic where... Jenny and Tim were like looking at each other in like a knowing way so I don't know if like that's a Lucy mention Mm -hmm. at some point or not no idea but yeah she definitely I think someone else had said it on Twitter I wish I knew who it was but like um if Lucy hadn't have said what hadn't said like oh wait you're dating someone like how much you want to bet Jenny would have thought that it was like like Lucy her,
0: that Tim yeah. was dating yeah oh my god and then it, like she had called them out and were like are you two dating oh my god that would have been like classic yeah that would have been, so been good yeah. so Emily shared quite a bit um so she loved the parallels to 309 the intro a ride-along both with the teacher um yeah I thought about that too I was like this isn't oh the god. first ride-along yeah. Um, just with a different pairing, and Lopez writing again. She said, "Can we have more of that?" Um, and then the same LA- LAPD helicopter pilot. There were a lot of th- parallels. That's true.
1: Wow, I didn't because even, think even them like that.
0: flipping on the um, the body yeah, the cams, cams too. Yeah,
1: the sh- yeah, I'm the body. Sh- yeah,
0: I love a good parallel, and the rookie does it really well. Sometimes mm-hmm. I don't even notice it. That's how good it is. <laughs> yep that makes me sound like such an in-tune viewer but you know hey sometimes you just are so into the current moment um but then yeah so Emily also said did anyone else notice Harper and uh Thorson's like call sign switched over to 7 Adam 07 um and she said that was Wes and Lopez's old sign and so she had yeah I didn't realize that i'm gonna cry but who wait didn't someone else have seven out of those seven before in the season wasn't it like lucy and nolan or something i feel like someone else pointed it out
1: maybe i don't know but i know that was theirs because then yeah it was what seven 19 and 18 or something yeah
0: 15
1: or something? like they oh God, have that's terrible I yeah. can't remember
0: wait no it was it was 15 18 and 7 I think yeah yeah um but then she Emily also said that she had this aha moment realization at the end of at the end to another parallel in 309 um and that was the last time that they talked about their feelings so she had said if Jenny says something it could be this sort of full circle moment um And she said, the only thing that frustrates me about Chenford is that no one has actually said anything about their feelings, not themselves and no one on the outskirts. It's frustrating, but it's funny because it's fun to analyze and come up with a valid justification for why they are doing this. Um, And she said, like, we all think that it's going to be great or Harper, Nolan, like, because they see it every day and they give looks to each other. We know that they know, like, Mm -hmm. but they aren't going to say it and they aren't going to say anything because they know the limitations of two cops dating, much less a sergeant dating his subordinate. They're not going to dip their toes into that because it's complicated. It's so complicated. Um, but Emily thinks that a lot of people don't understand how many complications Chenford has in front of them to work through before they get to that moment. Um, and she said to her, it's all legitimately realistic. We myself included then we're hoping jerry was going to be the one to call them out because he was new to their dynamic but he's a cop too (laughs) um, and he may have just not been that concerned about it so now we have jenny come around and then they have her planted and then they planted her obvious look and noticing it so jenny's sort of on the outside of it all and may not fully understand the limitations she's seen tim be with another cop so it's possible that he could date Lucy and have feelings for Lucy um and she said I could really see that foreshadow maybe her calling him out on it and please we just need more Jenny Bradford um but then Emily said when someone actually says words about Chenford feelings it's going to be like the walls break open and the floods come lol that's what it's going to be like for me because it's the most frustrating she said I'm laughing while typing this because it's also so fun and funny Nobody actually ever said any words about feelings outside of the fake confession. Ooh. Okay. So I was thinking about it as I was initially reading wow. this and I was like, okay, I can see it being like Gray Harbour, Nolan, like anyone, you know, that's around them. Um, and I can see why it would be Jenny too, because like she's she is new to this and like like you had said before, if Ashley or if um like if Ashley wasn't really brought up or something like however you said it before Jenny could like think that oh Lucy yeah. and Tim dating mm-hmm. I could see her calling them out but like yeah. for a minute I was like what if it's Smitty that calls them out huh. and just like <laughs> nonchalantly like he doesn't think anything of it he doesn't think that it's like real or anything but like he brings it up just to like be chaotic Mm -hmm. and is nonchalant and then tim and lucy are like wait what like he caught on or Mm -hmm. you know one of them is like that at least i don't know it would just be funny because it would be a Smithy thing to do yeah but i i don't know and i feel like he is around them like every day obviously because he works with them but we don't see him every day i don't know it would be interesting if it was smitty that brought it up or i don't know if this has really been thought about or if it was thorson that brought it up because like aaron's kind of new to everything but he doesn't work with them a lot like he's not like riding in the shop with lucy every day all day Mm -hmm. so um and then emily also added that the scene where they were all trying to hit up no one for contracting work was hilarious the comedy in the show is the best um she had sent another tweet and said, oh, I forgot. I noticed a lot of secrets coming out lately. Wesley's thing with Elijah. Tim's not single. Maybe that trend will continue and more secrets can come out. Looking at you, Tim and Lucy. Um, oh, oh, wait. More secrets with Tim's dad, too. Yeah. Oh. There's definitely okay. going to be a lot of secrets coming out. Yeah. And I am here for it. Yeah.
1: I feel like maybe... Not so much, like, a Tim and Lucy's, like, feelings thing, but just, like, a, I don't know, because, you know, how, like, some people had said, like, in 401, how, like, Lucy kind of realized, oh, shit, I have feelings for Tim, like, maybe just seeing, like, Lucy being integrated in more of his life will kind of make Tim be, like, oh, I have feelings for her, because, like, she's seen all of this, like, rough like stuff that's gone on in his life and she still like tries to help him through it like she's not judging him she's not um you know like scared off by it she's just like there like constantly yeah um and so I feel like maybe it's gonna be like a Tim's maybe hit with a realization of like oh this is more like you know their relationship is more than just a you know sergeant sergeant's aide um or you know like a former to rookie thing like so maybe not so much like a secret coming out but just like a, another like realization yeah maybe yeah i could see that don't know though because kind of depends on what the whole secret with him that is too like with the whole gun scenario yeah, because like we know that, that lucy's out. there when he's yeah. holding that yeah. It's just gonna be interesting
0: like when it does all play out and like you know who says their feelings first for each other and like you know how it's brought up and how it's mentioned like it is just gonna be very interesting to watch it all play out especially because of their past like Tim has had Isabel you know Lucy has had Nolan Emmett was the first responder like you know it's just gonna be interesting like tim was set up by lucy with rachel like it's gonna be very and like i'm intrigued to see how it all plays out yeah. they have history so with other people not themselves but
1: mm-hmm.
0: other yeah. people that like run or did run in the same circles as you know the other their counterpart
1: mm-hmm yep um so Paige had said she didn't know where to start but Tim's scene talking about his father with Jenny nearly uh was like very very overwhelming for her um also give it up for Eric's acting chops in that scene yes um very very good like we had mentioned earlier I don't know like how they just like can just like kind of like drop in to themselves in that way mm-hmm. and like just be this like actor and like just get into character with these like intense get into this new character
0: nonetheless like yeah. no one else knows about this jenny Bradford yeah
1: and just but yeah um they yeah they all like knocked it out of the park with those um oh she's also in love with jenny and hope that uh we see more of her, especially with Chenford. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully 409, like, fulfills some of that. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. Like I said, hopefully Jenny comes back later, like, in the season or something. Mm-hmm. Or is at least mentioned, I think, like you had said. So
0: um mindy said the scene with lopez and gray she loved that um and she wishes that they had shown wesley telling gray because richard and sean would have killed it oh yeah i agree yeah yeah because we saw that in the last episode like you know gray like telling wesley that he was there for help but yeah it would have been good to see like wesley going to gray and saying like so that help that you had mentioned like i need it
1: yeah definitely um bonnie had said the parallel uh in her opinion of the fake confession in 309 being the equivalent to tim keeping ashley's secret in 408 and lucy finding out whoa how did this go right over my head a lot of people realize it. i did not holy cow i don't know if i was just so into my like
0: bradford backstory feelings i probably was too because i was already like the psych uh, this is the second listener thought that we have that's like paralleling them
1: yeah wow we're fake fans like we didn't even catch that no well because like i did notice on my second rewatch how like tim's um like holding of the steering wheel and like expression mirrored his Uh in 309 a little bit when it got a little awkward i did kind of notice that we're not single
0: so when lucy had mentioned the tin test and he like looked over like whipped his head over quickly Mm -hmm. i kind of was like i feel like i've seen that tim look before and i just didn't place it into the episode until after that scene had like finished and i was like 309 maybe so yeah i don't know but it yeah it makes sense and Who's to say that Tim really is dating someone? Maybe he just wanted to make Lucy think that. So that could be like a fake confession, too. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: true. I'm going with that theory. Yeah, we haven't had a like confirmation of him making Ashley uh dinner. So No.
0: But I'm going with that new theory of like he's just saying that to make it seem like he's not just like some sad pathetic person to his sister and he's just like yeah i'm seeing someone you know
1: yeah oh my gosh i just yeah um oh she said chenford is now tied at one at one bad mess up a piece oh so like they each like did something to kind of screw with the other elf (laughs) oh yeah it's true though that would be
0: oh my god that would be even better if tim was like yeah i'm not really seeing anyone i just said that to like make my sister think that i wasn't like some like loser or whatever oh my god
1: because i would die (laughs) yeah because bonnie also said like lucy looked a little hurt and tim knew that he kind of screwed up and jenny knows she definitely knows something. I don't really, I'm kind of, that's what I mean. Like, I kind of want to know if, like, that scene between she and Tim will be, like, a, so are you really dating someone? Yeah. Like, what's going on between you and Lucy? Is that have anything to do with anything or what? Like, I don't know. So, yeah. But I did not realize any of these parallels. And no. I do feel, like, a fake fan. <laughs> Same. I do. We should uh just quit right now <laughs> yeah i was like we should like recuse ourselves from this podcast and have someone else take over
0: you know though like okay it just depends on the parallel because sometimes like i don't notice it right away and other times i'm like i totally see it and it must have been like i was just really in my like bradford backstory fields but even then you would have thought i would have noticed so like but yeah, there was really there was a lot going it. on last night too so Mm-hmm. An episode yeah. yeah um Del Rose said are there still feelings between Nyla and Donovan I think so because they share sure a together and there's that special bond between them um I mean I feel like there kind of is but then like Nyla's good at kind of pushing everything down so I feel like she'll be like well he's and he's getting married like you know it's over like there's nothing
1: gonna happen right like even though we didn't see the proposal to what's her name penelope yeah on screen um like i feel like it is kind of a like for sure thing yeah or like a i don't know because they're both you know and like miles you know still with james even though we haven't Mm -hmm. actually seen james like i don't know yeah, Like, I feel like they're both in different places. But yeah, I mean, they do share uh, Lila together. So there is that bond that comes with having a kid.
0: Yeah. Um, this next question, I don't even want to entertain because it would be a 401, well, 314 401 parallel. Kind of. Um, but she posed the question of, is baby Jack going to get kidnapped? And I'm just... Ow. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Ow. I wouldn't put it past Elijah. I wouldn't. But I would almost... Not because I want to see it, but I I also don't want an innocent little baby to get hurt. I would almost rather it be like Angela or Wesley get kidnapped over the baby. Especially
1: just because like the symbolic nature of baby Jack being named after jackson who is already like since you know gone for like yeah. the same reason in a way it would just be like that happening over again and it yeah. just that would just like and it would be a defenseless baby like yeah, and that would just be especially dark okay so uh,
0: yeah no we just we can't let baby jack get kidnapped we nope. we can't um and delro said it's a possibility though because elijah will have a lot of leverage over everyone again i would rather them let someone else get kidnapped over a baby i don't well i was gonna say i also don't know how elijah would kidnap him but we also saw that elijah had cameras installed in baby jack's room and like he was watching him so it's Mm -hmm. a little possibility
1: yeah
0: yeah um anyone else besides a baby can get kidnapped like i'm okay i mean i'm like they'll be saved i'm sure but yeah no not a baby um so then she said also do you think lucy will go with tim to visit his father in 409 i have to look back at the promo photos but i feel like maybe she did unless they were just in the doorway of the house
1: yeah that's the thing is like now that we know that he's in hospice I don't know if Lucy actually would like go yeah because like she's in the construction or the construction the um house like that they're you know gonna fix up or whatever mm-hmm. um but then I don't know because I thought this was all happening I don't know why I thought that Tim's dad was like at at the house, the house. yeah um, yeah that's what you had wrote in your fanfic hmm yeah um so since that's not a thing um I don't know if she'll actually go with him I mean maybe well there were
0: like 50 promo photos dropped so like I got confused I was like wait what what's different about this one versus the other one and then I was like well outfits kind of background but yeah yeah it's hard to say because they're like out of context too like we don't know the order that they're happening we don't know like what part of the episode all that so um she said she thinks that Lucy will insist to go with him but he'll make her stay in the car that I can see if she does go I think he'll be yeah. like no you need to stay here because he won't want her like subjected to that
1: yeah
0: um and exposed to that um and Delro said and one last thing will there be another Chenford hug I honestly don't know but I'm hoping for it oh I hope so and I hope that it's flipped this time because last time it was like Tim comforting Lucy Mm -hmm. and I hope it's Lucy comforting Tim
1: yeah
0: yeah Yeah, that that I will entertain baby Jack getting kidnapped I cannot I cannot
1: yeah
0: do you want to run through Janine's thought or do you want me to
1: um you can you can have at it because I have not actually read okay so (laughs) So
0: Janine sent us this email, like, I don't know, I think like an hour after the episode dropped or something last night. So um, she said, OMG, Harper learning about Donovan wanting to take Lila to San Francisco with his fiance. Is that guy dumb? Because Harper could open her mouth about the one-nighter and the fiance would be gone. Oh, I mean, I kind of hoped that like she would, but I don't, I don't think Nyla would have that spike bone in her body. Like, she's sassy, no. but I don't think she would be that spiteful.
1: How did I not even think about that, though? Oh, my gosh. Right? And the
0: fiancé would be gone. Oh, jeez, I laughed <laughs> at that. That's too, um, that's too good. And she said, however, that would also make Donovan probably more aggressive with taking Lila out of the vicinity. Yeah, Ooh. that yeah. would be like a power play. Mm-hmm. Um, and she said, poor Harper, but kudos to Aaron for stepping up and helping her. I'm liking him more and more. I wasn't sure how to perceive him, but loving him. Same. yeah mm-hmm. um she said angela trying to get her and wesley out of this and so thankful for john being her partner today i really think he helped her and wesley finally went to gray i couldn't be more thrilled and hopefully they will catch elijah in next week's episode without anyone getting really hurt oh no. and john too too soon to propose buddy and she said <laughs> really can't wait for next week's episode <laughs>
1: It is very very soon, and it just like it kind of shocks me, just given the fact that, like, okay, let me rephrase this so it doesn't sound bad. Not that I want Don to be like alone, but like I really didn't think he was gonna get married again. Yeah,
0: they've only been dating for three months. I mean, okay, there's a show like 90 Day Fiance that's like reality, and I don't watch it, but like I'm sure that not a lot of the couples like that get married. End up staying together, like you're getting married after three months. How much do you know about her? Like, yeah. I, yeah, and you haven't had one proper date, all of your dates like go awry. So, what <laughs> makes you think that your wedding day is gonna there go could right? Just be
1: like, like oh watch God. there be just like an explosion at the cafe that they're at or something, you know, because they're like out in just this is public space. I could oh see my it. God. and then they do like rush not... in to help, yeah, yeah. But I could see it oh my god their wedding day would be
0: like well is all over again like nothing would go right
1: there you go there's it's, a season five storyline presuming five. that Bailey says yes I mean yeah I don't know I don't she know she could say no
0: that that would be a plot twist yeah um but then Janine said my favorite subject Chenford they're really too cute together. I love when Nolan came up to them and found out he's losing. And John asks for Tim's support. He looked down to Lucy, almost like he was asking her permission to say no. And she just gives him a little smirk. Love, love Jenny Bradford. She is amazing. And OMG, they picked the right actress. They have the same smirk. It was fun to watch Jenny and Lucy get along. However, OMG, when she says, no wonder you're single. And Tim says he's not. Poor Lucy. She didn't have a jealous look. It was a su- she didn't have a jealous look though it was a surprising sad look um she said I think she's hurt that he didn't confide in her and I can't wait to see how this plays out that the cat's out of the bag that Tim's dating yeah yeah I don't know I'm going with the theory though now that I thought of it of he was just saying that to like make himself look a little better (laughs) not in front not just in front of his sister but also in front of Lucy
1: yeah
0: like yeah um, and she said, OMG, Tim at age seven with his dad doing his own Tim test on him. This explains so, so much. And the fact that he hasn't seen his dad in 20 years. It literally had to be his wedding to Isabel since he already said that his father made Isabel cry at the wedding. Ooh, Next week, we're going to find out so much more. I'm definitely going to have tissues ready because I was already tearing up when he talked about his father banging his head into the wall
1: oh yeah see but then like okay so like but isabel and tim i only feel like they've been married for like maybe like maybe five years maybe. Oh, i didn't even think that long because like i don't know maybe maybe they did maybe tim and his dad didn't actually speak at the wedding then i don't know
0: I because like when think i think the... 20
1: years i think like we had said earlier like tim was 18 19 or something and he like left home
0: right like when Graduated from high school and, like, went into the military. Yeah. And then, like, just didn't go home after that.
1: Now I'm curious, though. Yeah. I, more Even more backstory, please. Um, I want to know more of his backstory
0: on the military, too. Yes. Yeah. And just... Can we just give Tim Bradford a spinoff show, please? I, I would really appreciate that. that. So much. Um, I need to know, like... Okay, so... His dad left him at Griffith Observatory to, like, find his way home with a compass. Okay, well, one, what time period was that with a compass? I mean, obviously, they didn't have phones, but, like, did his dad, his dad obviously planned it, right? It's not like, it's not like Tim pissed off his dad, like, and he just happened to have a compass in his pocket. Like,
1: he had to have planned that, right? I mean i mean maybe of no course. one just carries know. a compass around i don't know because i don't know we don't really know what his dad did for a living yeah Right. so then i don't know Which maybe we'll find that out next week yeah because i mean sometimes i mean i know like very outdoorsy people will often have like mm-hmm. compasses on them his no dad idea. looks like
0: maybe he was like a contractor or something but I don't know (laughs) um and I also need to know like how far the Bradford house was from Griffith Observatory yeah because like you're leaving a seven-year-old to find his way home in Los Angeles and if this was like the 70s or 80s like I would be worried but they also did things like differently back then. so well, that's true. I was going to say I was like <laughs> Which I, would make me even more worried because the kid didn't yeah. have a cell phone. Like all well, he had like, was a freaking compass.
1: Yeah well because like back then like gosh my mom was like around that age in like the 70s and like like I don't know like you would just kind of you could just kind of go off and like your parents would know like where you were going but like yeah there weren't any cell phones and so
0: yeah oh the stories that my mom tells me of like her childhood how they would like walk over to the mall like cross a busy street I'm like and your mom was okay with that and you had no cell phone like what if you got like majorly hurt and she Mm
1: -hmm. didn't know about it like it just yeah Well, that in like, Los Angeles at that time, though, there were quite a lot of, like, um, well, I guess unbeknownst to people at that time, like, who the serial killers were and stuff, but there was lots of turmoil going on and, like, crime in Los Angeles at that time, too. So, like, I
0: need to know how far away they lived from the park that he was left at, because that, like, is DCFS reasons to call, like, yeah
1: yeah oh my gosh I kind of feel like it would have been not so much like a Tim test but just like maybe Tim really did just like piss his dad off for some reason and he just like Uh decided to leave him and like teach him a lesson which would that sounds terrible but I feel like I could see that happening or something
0: yeah I'm wondering if Tim was like the child in his dad's size that could like do nothing right you know like whatever he did was wrong he yeah. could, it could even be just like sitting in there and doing his homework and his dad would just like lash out oh mm-hmm. i just have so many questions yeah um and janine also said and next week i think it will probably start off with nolan and lucy since tim will probably be taking some time off he wasn't in any action scenes and neither was lucy i'm wondering if he, mm-hmm. he calls her or jenny does and my mind is racing in a way why if he's dating ashley not call her oh like to do Uh, the to do the repairs yeah well because you know
1: he's in love with lucy that's that he just can't admit it
0: because lucy's bfs with jenny already like it would just be more work for him to like introduce ashley into the fold
1: i also feel like if jenny actually has lucy's cell phone number then like why wouldn't she just be like hey can you come and like actually help because like you know you you're the one that you know actually convinced him to come over like and you just come over and make sure that he like stays I don't know yeah I feel it well and you had wrote that in your
0: fanfic too (laughs) yeah I did um I read that fic like so fast like right as you published it um I don't know I i can see jenny calling her and being like hey bff like you want to come over and
1: help you know knock down some walls or whatever she looked all too happy with that like i don't even know what tool that was i don't i don't know because it wasn't a hammer well and then i can
0: just see like tim getting there not even thinking that lucy's there like lucy ubered it or whatever and he just sees lucy and he's like seriously what the hell like yeah
1: (laughs) I, I just want to know why he's holding that like saw looking thing and looking at the two of them, like, what is happening? Like, I want to know what that's. Yeah, like, he looks so confused. That's such a memeable just, like, face. The three of them in like their goggles, like, just crack <laughs> me up so much. Oh my
0: gosh, we're gonna have to like come up with some funny things to meme that stuff with because, like, that picture of him with his like look and yes. the goggles so just funny. goes.
1: I don't yeah. know how they, like, make those faces, <laughs> Like, bravo, Eric. <laughs> it's just so good. Yeah.
0: I just, I love the rookie for their comedy. Like, mm-hmm. it's too good. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, that, like, concludes our episode. God, I feel like we've been talking for so long. Yeah. And we got off on some tangents, so I'm sorry if this was just, like, chaotic and you can't keep up, but you're 31 episodes into us so you know (laughs) i wish i could say that it was going to change but it won't i'm sorry it won't um but anyway you can find us on twitter at the shop talk pod underscore or email us at shop talk the rookie podcast at gmail.com with all of your thoughts you can find us individually on twitter as well i'm at j stark 804 and i'm at gary hyman um, and so we'll be back next week with the uh, recap of 409 I was about to say the breakdown of the breakdown episode <laughs> it probably will be depending on probably how things end be. up we might be crying I don't know I yeah. mean probably but anyway uh, Public is having like a site-wide sale uh, until December 19th with like everything up to 35% off so if you've got a special person in your life who loves the rookie just as much as you do, like check it out, you know, T public is always having fun sales. Um, and there's some cool merch in our store. So like I said, we'll be back next week. And yeah, have a good week. Bye. Bye guys.
1: Go get him, boo.